dude, relationships are hard, man. They really <laughs> are. Like, you, you got to really both really, really want it. Right. Know? And then... And even then, like, you're still going to have arguments and stuff and disagreements about what you feel. And right. Like and then buying gifts for somebody while you're in a relationship is difficult. Definitely I assume. Can. I mean, because I've never done it. All right, joining me in studio today is the driving force behind such awesome bands like Seattle Rising and Falcon the Wolf. He is the visionary and an incredible singer. Please welcome my good friend Damon Scott Ballway. Wow, what a that's an intro. Thank you. (laughs) I've been I've been working on these. Yeah, it's it's working for you. (laughs) (laughs) But I appreciate you making the time for me, man. I know I know you've been busy. Yeah, um, absolutely. I really appreciate it. So thanks for having me. So have you heard any previous episodes? I have, yes. I well, heard uh, a couple losers that you had on. <laughs> no. Um, my bandmate, Pete, and then Rick, of course, and then Adrian, and Aaron, and Kendra, um, all good friends. So, yeah? I, what, what, what did you think? I mean, how can I, how can I improve besides oh. making actually quality content? Man, honestly, I thought your questions were great. Like, you, I mean, you really went out of your way to, like, find really good questions to ask those people that were specific to those people. And right. I I mean, I just, like I said, it, the the reason I did my podcast, well, if you look at, um, like, on Spotify and all that, this is a podcast about my friends for my friends. Right. I mean, so. The that's people why I wanted to come. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, we never really had a chance to hang out. You know, mm-hmm. just, I don't know if that's just because of, you know, grim fate, ill fortune, however mm-hmm. you want to call it, but, um I look at you like especially when I go to your house for like parties and stuff, man. Mm-hmm. You have so much cool shit all over the place. I'm like, <laughs> I should be closer friends with this dude. Oh like, man, he seems thank you, cool man. as shit. So. Yeah, dude. I mean, we're doing it now. Yeah, and you have been to several of my parties. And oh yeah, hung out. those are always fun. Yeah, I always wind up there way too late. <laughs> so that's why like it it sucked because the last few, you know, I'm I'm a little bit older than you guys. Uh-huh. And you know things tend tend to uh, take an effect on me a little bit more than they do on you guys. So I guess, I guess. <laughs> so, uh, how much older are we talking here? Oh, uh, I'm 45. For, okay, so you're 10, 10 years older than yeah, me. Yeah. So you know, and then I got I got to work early. So usually I get up for work at four in the morning. Yeah, that's rough. Man. Yeah. So that's rough. it's it's um it's not easy. So this this you drinking right now with me? What are we drinking again? We're the drinking Devil's the River. Devil's River. This is a uh, really nice. Ben hooked it up with these awesome glasses and these with silicone ice cube <laughs> in here that doesn't dilute the uh, taste of the uh, alcohol, which is great. Dude, I'm telling you, this this Texas bourbons is is coming up in in the in the bourbon game. Yeah, and Devil's Rivers among the best that I found. It's good, and it's it's not super expensive. And they're, like I said, I support Texas. I love supporting Texas. So that's why when I was looking for microphones and stuff, I was like, there's got to be a Texas-made <laughs> microphone company out there that I want to, you, you know, I'm trying to get, you know, stay as close in the state as possible. So, yeah. but, man, I love this stuff. They, they, they're they not even sponsoring me. I just fucking <laughs> love this shit. <laughs> trying to get sponsored right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Devil's River, if you're listening, hook a boy up. You that's know? right. Okay, before we get too far in, we're going to play a quick game. Just to get okay. to know you a little bit. Okay. Okay, I didn't invent this game. I stole it from Megan Batoon. Okay, you also didn't tell me about it before. <laughs> so. It's called Bursts of First. Okay. It's one round of quick questions about your firsts. It will be timed, but the timer doesn't mean anything, and I won't probably even turn it on. Sweet. So, uh, you ready? Uh, yeah. Okay, what was your first job? Uh, telemarketer. Yeah, I'd, for the Arkansas State Police Association. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> 
What, 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 okay, hold on. What, what, what would you ask people? Uh, I'd say, would you like to donate some money to uh, our police association in need and children? <laughs> oh, things of that nature. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's no joke. Yeah, I really did that for like wow. pennies on the dollar. How, how long did you do that for? <clears throat> oh, God, like maybe like six months, something like really? that. Really? Yeah, I worked with a bunch of friends. I lived in Arkansas for four years and... Uh, some friends got me the job and it was it honestly it was fun we'd sit there and play video games and our boss was this <laughs> this drugged out a-hole that would come in and be like numbers aren't right we need to get these numbers right and he would literally yell at us and then he'd have like drugs in the back and it was just <laughs> oh wow that sounds <laughs> it was it was great says <laughs> that sounds incredible <laughs> all right what was your first car oh uh nissan maxima i want to say 80 nine or 88 maybe oh so you're all bougie back then no, well i mean <laughs> you, we're talking like what was year was this which was probably 2002 so it was way way ancient it was considered yeah. an antique back then yeah yeah but it was a great car it was a hand-me-down you know that's for cool. my parents I, I, I never got that you know my parents you know handed me some shoes and right here good luck <laughs> but all right when was your first date oh god um man think okay okay in high school i was kind of a late bloomer i didn't really date anybody but um except for one girl in high school and um yeah what was her name her name was lacy and we dated i guess you could say for i don't know a couple months maybe three months four months something yeah. like that it's been a while i don't even remember you know that that it's was probably a show i went to or something like that, <laughs> so that, yeah. that was pretty much the the spans of my um of my relationships in school was about three or four months. Yeah, you know, and, um, and that seems like forever when you're a kid. Yeah, and like like with Sandra, Sandra was my girlfriend in high school for a day. Really? Yeah. Oh man. And then like so y'all are y'all are high school sweethearts. <laughs> oh yeah. Wow. So like our story is extensive. Like I I should write a book, but um you know I'd have to have actual talent and stuff. So I, I don't know if I want to <laughs> be a ghostwriter. Oh uh, okay, your first scar. Oh. I think on okay, so this is actually a good story. On my forehead, I have this gash right mm -hmm. here. I was playing laser tag when I was a kid. I was probably maybe ten ish, and I was running, playing laser tag outside in the dark with my some of my cousins and stuff. And I tripped and I fell, and I uh, split my head open on oh, a metal wow. pipe. And oh it, shit! Yeah, and just blood everywhere. And um, I had an aunt that took care of me. My mom was gone with some other family, and we were just visiting um, Illinois um, to visit my family. And you know, we're, we were still living in Texas, so this was a trip. So we were there. I smashed my head open, and um, I had, you know, they they wouldn't let me go to sleep. You know, concussion and all, all right. that jazz. So my cousin, my cousin Adam, was like, "Hey, hey, you can't you can't fall asleep. You can't fall asleep." And uh, I was like, okay, all right. So I didn't fall asleep, right, for a long time. Then my mom comes home. She's like, oh, my God, what happened? You know, tell the story. <laughs> and I, went, I remember going to bed that night after, it, you know, it split open. They they, they taped me up with uh, some butterfly stitches. Mm -hmm. And I woke up, and my eye under where this had happened, my right eye was completely swollen. Oh, wow. So I had this huge gash with these butterfly Probably stitches. Probably the, the blood yeah. pulled up and, and all then, that. So, so I had a huge 
pulled up amount of blood um, under, on, on my eye, and it was really big, really noticeable. So whenever you're with your mom in public, every time she'd move, you'd flinch. And like <laughs> Dude, it's really funny. <laughs> it's really funny you say that because I'm gonna I'm coming around to that. So <laughs> so like after that happened, not even two days later, Ben, not even two days later, I'm outside at a family barbecue, and my little cousin Jake hits me. He didn't mean to, but he hits me in the mouth with a baseball bat. Oh, shit. <laughs> right, right in the mouth. So it split open You're my lip. You're just kidding your ass kicked. Dude, I, my face was just destroyed. It's just well, mashed. That <laughs> explains a lot, actually. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like, my mom, on, on, like, on the flight home, she was like, I'm, I don't even want to take you anywhere. People are going to think I beat the hell out of you. <laughs> and be like, well, for $100, I'll yeah, say right. you don't. <laughs> I was like, I'll call CPS, mom. And then, so, yeah, I had this big swollen lip. This massively swollen lips, swollen eye, gash on my forehead. It looks like someone just kicked the crap out of me. Yeah. It's funny you say you got a gash on your forehead because I remember um, I got in trouble with my older brother and we got sent to the back to go clean up, right? Mm -hmm. So um, I'm, I'm over by this tree and I'm picking up some branches and stuff and all of a sudden I hear, hey, look out. And I look and all of a sudden just a board just was in the corner of the board. It was like a two by four or something like that. Uh -huh. right? So apparently what happened is my brother threw it at me, and then he saw there was actually going to hit me, so he tells me to move out the way, but of course when he tells me to look out, the first thing I do is look over, and this, the corner caught me, so I have a dent in my head Oof. from when my brother hit me with the board. So um, that you know is one of those uh, uh, don't tell mom situations, but uh, like you said, when you get a cut in your forehead, it just gushes blood. Mm -hmm. So my mom was totally freaking out. I had blood all over my shirt and everything like oh, that. It's kind of hard to hide. Yeah, isn't that what the wrestlers do? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> they cut each other. Yeah. Um, speaking of with the wrestlers and stuff, uh, it was funny because we got on the arcade. Um, speaking of the wrestlers, I saw Ric Flair cut himself one time, uh -huh. but he used his thumbnail. Really? Yeah, he That's... he was doing a promo and he was he was in the ring and he was cutting a promo. And he took off his shirt and all this, and then he started jamming himself in the in the forehead with his uh, thumbnail. And just blood all over the place. I was like, oh, oh my that gosh, that explains it. So, what's his um, what's his like tagline? Is it like, I forget. People make fun of him, or not make fun of him, but like he does that. Like, does woo. Yeah, <laughs> I can't. I got do the it. the replica of his belt right there. <gasps> no, that's Randy the Macho Man Savage. <laughs> just, oh, <laughs> yeah. That's all I remember. The Slim Jim. Yeah. Okay, your first kiss location. God, Ben. Oh, you know what? Probably um, on Ocean Drive somewhere on one of those small parks. Oh yeah, I think. I think. Is this? I don't remember. You, you don't remember her name? No, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's probably that that girl Lacey that I dated the, my first date. Yeah, uh, Sandra and I, our first kiss was at Cole Park. I picked her up, and this is back in school, right? I picked her up and pretended like I was going to throw her in the water. I didn't know at the time she's terrified of the ocean. So the Good closer job. I got to the water, the more she was holding on to me. Like, she was legit, like, shaking and stuff. Uh -huh. So I just remember, like, slowly, like, f like feeling her shaking. And so I was like, what the heck? So I stopped and, like, slowly putting her down. And as I put her down, you know, she looked me in the eye, and it was just like, okay. So I just went in. And <laughs> I was like, this is my time, whatever. So I went in for the kiss, and I just remember, like I said, it was just so like incredible you know because i was just like this is a girl that i never even paid attention to or nothing like that and mm -hmm. then i just felt like this instant connection to her and we uh um, so i asked her to be my girlfriend she said yes and then the next day she broke up with me 
<laughs> she told me her classic, mom classic her, high school. Yeah, her mom wouldn't let, wouldn't let her be with me. Wow. So, whatever. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, I got her now, and now her yeah. mom loves me. So. Yeah. Now you get to rub it in her face. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> okay. Uh, what was your first celebrity crush? Oh man, this is really funny. I just the other day, I sent this to my girl, <clears throat> Lucy Lawless. Lucy. Uh, Dude, you know, uh, um, the, I didn't uh, realize she was a good singer, as as she is. Really, she sings. I yeah. didn't know that. You know, Zena, the Warrior yeah. Princess. Yeah. Yeah, she was super super hot when I was a kid. Oh yeah, she, and she still kind of is. I mean, for her age, oh, she's totally, still totally really good. Hot. Yeah. But yeah, she was on uh, uh, this show. I um, I think with like Chris Jericho also was on there. Like uh-huh. like, so you think you can sing or some shit like that oh, okay. or whatever? And it was a show about celebrities singing and stuff and. And she was on there, and I was like, "Wow, she's actually really good." You know? Yeah. So uh, I recently saw her, I guess, in um, Ash versus uh, Evil Dead. Yeah. Like the television show. Mm-hmm. And that was really good, and she was awesome in that. Yeah. So she was still a badass. Oh yeah, she's still hot. Said <laughs> so my uh, first celebrity crush. She just died recently. Was Tawny Katain. Who? Tawny Katain, the girl from the White Snake videos. Oh, okay. okay that that yeah, kind of started yeah, yeah. my whole obsession with redheads. Okay. So I, got, I, I love redheads. Yeah. Dude. You're showing your age, Ben. Dude. I'm, okay, <laughs> I'm whatever. Kidding. I don't care. She's still hot. <laughs> she, dead, she's still hot. Nah. <laughs> but no, she... Uh, um, I just remember, like I said, seeing her on, on the, the White Snake videos and then seeing her in that movie Witchboard. Mm-hmm. I, remember, I know Witchboard. And then uh, I was just like, man, like she is... Like just damn, like I need to give me a redhead, <laughs> and so that was like my goal was to marry a redhead. Yeah, you know. So, and then it didn't happen at first. <laughs> but <laughs> at first, I got me one now. <laughs> nice score, dude. Yeah, but now she she denied her redhead and she went blonde. So I'm not too happy about that. But she don't care. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, when was the first time you actually felt grown? Oh, like an adult. Mm-hmm. Uh. Two days ago. No, I <laughs> man, I really that's a that's a hard question. The first time you felt grown I don't know, probably when I first started driving. Yeah, like when I first got my uh actual license and I was able to drive around with my friends and go places without having pa- parental supervision. Yeah. And I still was an idiot, you know, <laughs> a couple years into it. How, how how old were you when you got your license? I was I got my permit at um I think fifteen mm-hmm. or yeah, fifteen, and then sixteen is when you could get your license. Yeah, see, I, my mom never did that for me. I had to uh, wait until I was eighteen before mm-hmm. I could get my license. So that kind of took a little bit, you know, of a, a wind out of my sails. Yeah, whatever. yeah, I, I could. It's, yeah. it's really hard to get a girlfriend when you don't have a car. You, know, you have to rely <laughs> on other people to pick you up and stuff. So. Pick her up on your six-speed huffy. <laughs> <laughs> get in the basket. <laughs> With your, you got some Pokemon cards in the front and stuff. <laughs> right. Like, just close your eyes. Pretend it's a motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> True, like E.T. Right. Okay, when was your... Oh, I'm sorry. What was your first cell phone? Oh, um, it was a Nokia. It was one of those brick Nokias. <laughs> and I, I, what's funny about it is that I, I, I took off the top and I replaced it. They, they, they sold a Spider-Man because I was like really... I'm always, I've always been into comics and stuff, but... Mm-hmm. Um, they sold a Spider-Man cover to go on the front, so I, I felt unique, like I had something special. Oh, nice! There was a Spider-Man cover on the front of my, you know, old-school Nokia. But it probably wasn't the same plastic, so it took down the toughness about 
50%. Maybe. Yeah, probably. But, <laughs> but that was those, still... <laughs> those things, yeah, yeah. I remember playing Snake on those yeah. and everything. So, it was, yeah. Good I said, times. My, my first cell phone was a Sprint, a little kind of... I don't know what you call it. It was about the size of a Klondike bar. Mm-hmm. And it had a little earpiece... Or I'm sorry, mouthpiece that would uh, flip down. Mm-hmm. And it had an antenna on top of it. I remember it was green. It had a little scroll thing on the side. And uh, that was my my first cell phone. And the reason that I, I was able to get it is because I found $100 um, in a parking lot. And Word. I used that to go to um, Sprint to go get the... Uh, and and it, it, I think it was a refurb, too. You know what I mean? So yeah, it wasn't yeah, even yeah. like a, a full, full-on uh, cell phone, whatever. But I, had to, I remember uh, uh, when I first started talking to this one girl... I could only talk to her for a minute at a time because, like, the first minute was free. <laughs> so there was a little chime, whatever. It's like, as soon as you heard the chime, all right, babe, got to go. <laughs> and then I call her right back. And then, like, if you look at our bill, it's just, like, all these minutes for free. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do for a Klondike bar? Right. <laughs> only call someone for a minute. Um, okay, what was your first pet? Um, first actual pet was probably a fish, but the one that I remember the most was uh, a hamster named Rocky. Rocky. And then my closest pet growing up was a um, Shih Tzu Lhasa Apso uh, that I got for my 10th birthday uh, named Gizmo. Gizmo? Yeah, I had her for, gosh, a long time. Um, probably 15 years almost. Yeah, she was she was old when she passed away. Yeah. It was hard. Yeah, we, we, growing up we had a bunch of, a bunch of dogs. Um, I think five of them were named Puppy Puppy. <laughs> Because creative, yeah, you know, it would die, and it's like, okay, well, the name's no longer in use. So, oh my God, what are you doing to these dogs, Ben? <laughs> we would just recycle them. Oh, well, my I mean, <laughs> my uh, my dad, and again, we were kids, so we would go out and feed the dog and all the stuff, whatever. But as far as actually taking care of the dog, my dad didn't believe in that. You know, really? he was just like, okay, the dog's on its own. You know, it's an outside dog. If it lives, it lives. If it dies, it dies. And you'll fed it though, right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, that was that was the bro- that was. Me and my brother's job was to make sure, you know, we fed the dog, gave it water, took it out, played with it and all this stuff, whatever. But as far as, you know, taking it to the vet and getting shots and all this stuff, sorry, it's a, you're, you're, you're on your own. So yeah. dogs would die or one time we went on vacation and we, we tied the dog up, uh, watched the neighbor or asked the neighbor to watch it. When we came back, the dog had uh, um, uh, gone around a tree and choked itself to death. Oh my God, dude. So, I mean, like I said, we... We were kids. We didn't know better. So, oh, man. but then after that, like after a while, my dad was finally like, you know what? We're not getting getting no more no more pets. And uh, once I started realizing, you know, what goes into, you know, once once I got a little bit older, or whatever, I was just like, yeah, I don't I don't want to worry about all that stuff. So I'm not gonna. Yeah. Well, they do require certain supervision. Yeah. You know, you gotta do kind of kind of take care of them. There. It's like people people can say like, uh, you know, my. These are my fur babies, mm-hmm. whatever. But then when they have an actual kid, and I call it a skin puppy, they get all like pissed off. <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> okay, what was your first major purchase? Ooh, <clears throat> um, I'm gonna go with the coolest thing I can think of, and that is my Fender Jazz bass that I paid about a thousand dollars for that is the Getty Lee signature bass from Rush oh nice so yeah that was one of my first major purchases that I was like I want to play I, was, I wanted to play bass and I was playing in a church at the time 
and uh, yeah, I was like, I want it to sound good. It's like, what what would Spend Jesus more. play? Yeah, what would Jesus play? <laughs> he blessed that bass specifically for me to play. <laughs> <laughs> you still have it? I do. Nice. Yeah, I do. I, I have a bass here that was uh, given to me by a friend of mine, a really, really good friend of mine, and um, he used it in um, forever, as far as I remember, and... Um, he up, he upgraded his bass and then he was all we we traded for something whatever so I wound up getting that bass, and um, I just remember thinking like man this bass has so much history, you know because um, he was a really good bass player. I can't believe you're giving this to me, you mm-hmm. know. So uh, it's still it's still there. I, I haven't really well I don't have a bass amp so I can't really play it, but um, it's there. One of these days I'm gonna actually pick it up and learn how to. Yeah, you know, I think it uh, for me personally like I think it was easier to start on bass than it was to start like playing guitar yeah as i started on bass and i was like okay you only need one finger to play these notes <laughs> <laughs> you know i mean obviously no you can get the a women lot like more complicated <laughs> <laughs> you can get a lot more complicated playing bass uh, it's obviously a lot more can go into it rather right. than just putting one finger on one note and playing that um, there's all kinds of all kinds of techniques you can do with bass, right. which is really cool. But that takes a lot of talent, well, a lot of time, right. and a lot of you know. And so you got those guitarist hands. I have these little kind of grapplers hands. Oh, they're, excuses, they're, excuses, they're, 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 Ben. They're, they're they're small, but they're strong. Well, except for my one hand that's fucked up because my I was in an accident at work. Okay. So this hand, this hand is my dominant hand, but it only has about. 20% power compared Ouch. to this hand. So. Wow. That must have been some accident. Yeah, well, I was uh, I was working, and then I felt a pop and a roll on my elbow, like right here on mm-hmm. the inside, and just instant pain. And then my arm swelled up, and it was... You I'm, were I'm still going to physical therapy. Working. Oh, you're still going? <laughs> yeah. You were working in the bathroom with your right. hands, right? Yeah, okay. Uh, no, I was using her hand for that. <laughs> All um, right, what was your first internet screen name? Ooh, wall crawler 32 wall crawler th- <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> right got that spider-man damn i remember that immediately i don't have that one anymore but wall yeah, crawler 30 see cool. did you see my uh my spider-man drawings spider-man and venom i did that? yeah i see the i see the issue the todd mcfarlane you got deadpool wolverine up there dude i was a i'm still a huge fan of spider-man oh say. yeah me too me too um, sometimes i have dreams about uh, about having the web shooters and shit hell yeah not that i have the powers I just, just to have what the web shooter, whatever. So like I remember one time in my dream, um, if my, you build it, they will. <laughs> I remember one time in my dream, my wife was yelling at me, and I just like, <laughs> just, like <laughs> well, you know, you can do that with your penis, right? <laughs> I might need to try this. <laughs> I'm just saying the same kind of sticky goo. I <laughs> say, so, have you uh, have you heard about that, the Spider Man? Yes, I have. <laughs> I don't know if we should talk about that. <laughs> but yes, hey, I have. I know you, exactly what you're talking you turned about. turned around. You sick, throw, sick man. Throw it in her face. Spider-Man. <laughs> you got to do that. You got to do the hand twist yeah. thing. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Damn it. This is oh, yeah. de Hey, you know what? This gotten dev- off the rails here. This Devil's River is... That's what it is. That's what it is. <laughs> All right. What's your first choice in a karaoke book? Oh, man. I don't really do karaoke... But if I was going to, I, I, okay, so like, I had Aaron, one time we met up at Molly's, and uh, he was like, I'm signing you up for songs, and I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm like, okay, yes, sir. I was like, well, at least do something that I want, 
or that I can do that I've known I can do. And so I did um, like a stone on yeah. your sleeve, and uh, yeah, it was was really funny. I went up there and I was like, "Hello, my name is Damon. <laughs> I'm gonna sing some songs for you today." And then he come out this booming and then I was voice. Like, Boom! Yeah, people were like, "Oh shit!" Hit him with that thunder. Oh shit! <laughs> Like White boy can sing. Like this guy's good. You ever think about starting a band? <laughs> and I'm like, nah, that ain't me. <laughs> I, <was> like, <laughs> I only do it for a living. <laughs> right. Like I see how they treat those guys at Brewsters. That's right. Those guys. Those guys actually take care of us quite a bit. Yeah, it's, it's what uh, Pete was saying. Yeah. I was so proud of you guys, man. When you landed that spot, I was really kind of like, um, you know, and I still to this day will tell people like they got to go check you out. You know, it's, it's like a, uh, I had posted that one time. I was like, "Yeah, tell them Ben, Ben sent you." Like, oh yeah. Well, well, well they give me a free drink, and nah, it, it don't mean shit. Like, <laughs> I just let let them know that I know people that I'm sending over. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Like, so when y'all landed that spot, I was like, man, like, it's big time for I guess you could say for Corpus. Mm-hmm. You know, short of you guys doing. Um, your original and that one original song y'all did for for Paul, that was a really good song. Thanks, man. And that that kind of, you know, got me caught up in the feels a little bit. Oh man, know, don't so. even like. Okay, so Paul wrote Paul wrote the music to that song, and I I came in and I, I wrote the the lyrics. Mm-hmm. And so that honestly that that song to me is probably the closest to my heart out of literally anything, um, because we wrote that together just yeah. just me and him. And then, um, you know, we were Paul and I were working on six songs. We were gonna put out an EP or demo, whatever you want to call it, um, of Seattle Rising original music. And you know, we didn't get the chance to fully flesh it out, but we did finish that song, and we had two more songs that we were working on. Uh, actually, well, six, technically six songs that we were working on, um, but that one we finished first. And I knew he loved it when we finished it because Paul's one of those guys, he'll tell you 100% with honesty about everything uh, that comes to, when it comes to him playing music. He was always, always, I, I feel exactly this way. And he would never sugarcoat it. And, you know, he told me, he was like, I love what you did with that song. I love how you wrote those lyrics, I love how it mixes together. And uh, I was I was really proud of it. I know he was proud of it because you know he <coughs> wrote the basis for everything on that song. Yeah. And then um, you know after that, um, when we decided to do the tribute show to him, <coughs> um, we came together as a group. You know the the rest of me and Seattle Rising and and uh, you know presented what we had already done with the song and uh, Pete. And Derek and Joseph came in and laid down their real flavor onto it, especially especially Pete. He really wrote these awesome uh, solos right. to mix in with it, <clears throat> and uh, it just really came together. And it's really beautiful. And yeah, I'm really said, happy we did it. And, and I had a few drinks by then, and then it just hit. So, dude, when I found out, dude, I, I cried for about three hours. Yeah. And then after that, it was every day, you know, for a good while, and. I wasn't even as close to him as you guys were. You know yeah. what I mean? It was just the type of person he was, the kind of impact that he had, not only on us as a friend group, but in the world. He was a good yeah. man. He still he is a really, good man. Really, really good man. One of the best people I've ever known in yeah. my entire life. And I and guess that was one of the reasons why it hit me so hard. 
Yeah. You know, and that's why I was like, I, I don't want to make anything about me, but it, it affected me just because out of all the people that I thought would be putting me in the ground, it was him, you yeah. know, so. He was just one of those guys that he had this, um, he had a, such heart to him. Like yeah. he, he was such a family man. Everything he did was always for his, for his wife and his girls, his three girls. Oh yeah, and he, uh, he yeah. loved those yeah. those girls. He really did. Loved his wife. The way he talked about them always, and he, you know, everything he did was yeah. for them. And it was it was so cool watching them interact with each other, because you're like, this is some real like, like, and I, and I, and I hate to say that the term whatever, but. How else can you think about it? This isn't some like Cosby Show shit, mm-hmm. you know, where they they where he turns out to be a rapist. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, where where the 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 dad and the mom actually like listen to the kids and they'll talk about their problems and then rather than just no, you'll fucking do what I say and blah blah mm-hmm. blah. Or I'm gonna get the belt or whatever. Like, okay, well, talk to me. Tell me what you're feeling. Tell me yeah, like how can I help you person. and. Yes. and all that and that was the first time I ever seen that in practice mm-hmm. and I was like holy shit that works you yeah. know what I mean like I always thought you know because the way I was raised you know don't question the parents mm-hmm. I know better than you you know if you fuck up you're gonna get, get you know you're gonna get the belt not that it happened that often because we weren't horrible kids but I mean it happened enough to where mm-hmm. we knew you know where that line was yeah the fear <laughs> you know? was there yes but so but yeah, like, he yeah he was definitely just just all around solid and seriously probably one of the smartest people I've ever met for real. Yeah. <laughs> like I learned I learned a lot I learned a lot from him. Yeah, there's huge loss, huge incredible loss there. But um, that's why we we just got to keep that alive. We got to keep his memory going. <clears throat> absolutely, absolutely, and he was definitely loved by lots of people. Everybody, yeah. I don't know one person. Well, I do know one person. That didn't like Paul, and I don't like that person. <laughs> well, I don't know who you're talking about, but I don't like him either. So. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> All right. You know what? I'm going to you know, give a little cheers to Paul. Yes. Cheers. Cheers, buddy. But, um, all right, we're going to get back to this because I don't want to end on It's getting a, sad. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what was your, uh, well, what's the first thing you do when you like somebody? <clears throat> Is this a romantic thing or is this yeah. a? This is a romantic thing. Yeah. Um, when I was younger, just try to talk to them. Um, if I know I like someone as an adult, I'll just straight up tell them. I, like, it's yeah. I'm not. I don't need to beat around any kind you're of. You're like uh, I'm in a band. How about we see that snatch? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like all I got to do is be like, hey, come to a show. <laughs> just hand her one of your flowers. Really, but not really. Not really. Not really. Uh, yeah, no, I'll just I'll just walk up and be like, "Hey, look, this is the way I feel." Um, <laughs> yeah, we should go out and see if this works. If it doesn't, okay. But so, you, so you just walk up to her and you're like, "You knock me off of my feet, my." <laughs> <laughs> I just start singing. Yeah. Uh, um, they said um, I had pretty much came to the realization that I was meant to be alone. Um, after after That's my bleak, after my uh, uh, divorce, because I had gone out with a bunch of different girls, talked to a bunch of different girls, and all oh. this stuff, and no one was just on that level to where I felt, okay, I need to pursue this. You know, yes. a lot of immature girls, girls that were my age, that were still super just 
you know like what are you doing with yeah, your life they, they didn't have their shit like, together and it's yeah. like i'm not looking to raise somebody while i'm dating them. absolutely i've been through that too so i was like you know what i'm just gonna be by myself and then sandra texts me yeah and uh, you know i had been talking to her on and off for for years and then you know i told her basically asked her out and she's like you know she turned me down again i said like, you know what if we're not even going to give this a shot then don't fucking call me don't text me i don't uh-huh. need to hear from you like just that's it i'm done you know then two weeks later she gives me a text okay let's just try it and wow. now we're married Bam. <laughs> so you know it's it's one of those situations where like i said if i'm not with her then i probably won't be with anybody so it take i will say this it takes a lot and i mean a lot to find someone that is worth your while right. if you're a good person and it it really really does like i went through some crazies some real crazies <laughs> and some real terrible people crazies and terrible people both at not at the same time but you know uh one after the other and i was like man people are shit <laughs> you know you For get real. you really do get into that mindset where you're like people are garbage you know you know and then and then all of a sudden you meet one, one and, and you're yeah. like oh oh okay you're like there oh, are okay. there are decent people i mean i knew there were somewhere deep in the back of my mind i was like i knew there was there was a decent awesome person out there uh, um but it was just like finding those people it's it's a little more rare right i think especially in corpus but that maybe i'm just biased i, I think know. every town will say that you know maybe like, it's just i don't know I think what a lot of people don't do is they don't give themselves... Okay, like for me, I was in a in a marriage for 15 years, right? I know a lot of people will, as soon as they leave the person, start dating somebody else. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where people fuck up. Yeah, They don't give themselves time to heal. They don't get time to find out, you know, who they are, to process their trauma, to... You know, because nobody wants to be the rebound. Right. So if you give yourself time to heal... That's a real to, thing. Um, you know, get over it basically to, like I said, process your trauma and, and deal with all that stuff. Maybe get therapy if you need to. Yeah. Then um, you really have to learn how to be happy right. by yourself first. So, like I said, there, there's a, a few people that I know that will, as soon as one relationship's over with, they're already in another one. Yeah. And it's like, well, when do you have time to work on you? When do you have time to be alone? When you? So I never wanted to do that to anybody. So I took years to process everything that i need to process to where finally when i was like you know what i think i'm ready to date and this isn't that like okay well i would meet a girl and i'd be like no we can't like if there was a girl i thought she was special then we'd try it see what happened you know but that kind of just reaffirmed everything like i said because either she had trauma that she she hadn't dealt Uh with baggage or whatever or she would do something that would trigger me because of my ex to where I'm like, I don't like that. I just, you know, kind of. Yeah. And then you got fights and arguments and disagreements. and. I had one girl. Real fun time. I had one girl. As soon as she came. And this is as a friend. She came over to my apartment. As soon as she walked in, she goes, oh, I don't like this. She goes, I think you need to move this over here and this over there. And she started like, moving eat my. a dick. She started moving my pictures and stuff and, and all this. Like, no, no, no. I'm sorry. You need to go. Like, uh. <laughs> just straight up. I'm sorry. It's it's three o'clock on a Saturday afternoon. I need you to go. <laughs> <laughs> but that's funny, man. I actually kind of did that once, uh, but yeah, no, I've got some horror stories 
where I'm just like, you, what, what makes you think that you can just come in and be like, I'm going to do this. And, you know, I, you know, so prissy about everything. Yeah. Real princess like, it's like, Oh, um, I can't stand the princess girls. You know, um, <laughs> I can do better. And anybody that has uh, a sense of self-worth can do better. So, yeah. Like, I, I, I dated this one girl. Uh, I say dated in like two or three times. Um, and she legit, you know, I'm a princess and blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. at first I thought she was, you know, just being cute or mm-hmm. whatever, you know. But then when I found out, like, no, she legit, like, I went to her her room everything in there is princesses princess sad pink oh. or whatever like oh. i mean i was just like wow like you really think like you're really in character <laughs> like, <laughs> like this 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 isn't just you know like, she really acted like that too dude she she was like, very you have to pay for everything yes she was like you know if we're you, you know my birthday's coming up and i really like this michael kors bag it's only oh. You oh know, God! Like three hundred and something dollars, whatever. Yeah. It's like I don't even like you that much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We I haven't been dating that long. I'm not going to spend three hundred bucks <laughs> on you, you weirdo. Yeah, I yeah. hear you, dude. I don't know. Like I said, and then girls find out that okay, well, I work on base, so I must have money. I'm like, I work on base, and yes, I have money, but it all goes to pay off the debt that I had before. Remember, I was telling you about trauma. <laughs> that's, yeah. a, that's all part of you know the baggage <laughs> that comes with dating a divorce guy. If he doesn't have his shit in order. They told me because I had lost the other house, I wasn't going to be able to get one for like seven years, right? Uh-huh. I did the work. I put in, you know, paid off a bunch of stuff, and, and I buckled down and sacrificed and all this shit where I was able to get this house in basically one, two years. Mm-hmm. Like one year, like like starting the process, and then another year um, to actually, you know, go through everything, all the hurdles that they are putting in front of me. So I did in two years what they said I wouldn't be able to do in seven. Wow. So, know what I mean? So I, I'm living proof that this shit can be done. So yeah. For absolutely. people to say, like, okay, well, you know, they, they they can't do things because, you know, world's holding them down or whatever. That's bullshit because I'm proof that it can happen. So. Yeah, absolutely. So you just got a house, right? I, I did about yeah, right at the beginning of 2020, right before the Rona. <laughs> And then the Rona hit, and I lost all of my gigs, and I was like, "Shit!" And that's actually what I was going to ask you about <laughs> next. But let me let me finish up this real quick. Okay, um, what was the first big time that you stepped out of your comfort zone? Um, I was little. I played in a play. I was a lead character in a church play. And, uh, yeah, I don't even, I don't remember any of my lines. I think I sang a song and had some lines and that's, that's all I remember. Yeah. Really? That's all I can, that's all I can give you. I'm sorry. I was in plays in high school too. And, um, you'd think it would be a musical thing, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> well, you're like King Lear or something? Uh, man, I don't <laughs> even, I, I, I do remember though, like the first time that I, um, ever started playing solo. Mm-hmm. Like just me and an acoustic guitar, and that was nerve wracking. Cause you I don't would, have anybody back yeah, me up. Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah, you screw up, you screw up. You know, <laughs> that's it. Um, so yeah, that I, I do remember some of those shows when I the very first time I was ever doing that, and then of course uh, just being on stage for the first time, whether that be a play or or musical thing. Yeah. So. So I I had tried um, stand up before, like mm-hmm. on an open mic. Um, which went well for about 
a minute till <laughs> my nerves caught up and then I kind of froze so that's why like I said when I tried doing your roast that was like a big deal for me mm-hmm. and because first off you know I was still insecure about what happened with, with the divorce I still you know processing everything but I was like you know what I gotta challenge myself I gotta step out I gotta do something different than what I'm doing because obviously yes. what I'm doing isn't working for I me. I get that. I totally get that. So, you know, and I and I know, like I said, we didn't know each other that, that great back then. Right. But I was all like, you know what? I want to get in on this. Let me get in on this. And I kind of, you know, bullied my way into <laughs> Yeah, I remember Adrian. Adrian was like, um, hey, my friend Ben wants to, wants to join. And I was like, well, I don't really know Ben all that <laughs> well. But I was like, you know what? That's cool. That, that's cool. I, you know, I've always, you know, I, at that time, I think we'd, at the time, you know, probably met only a few, a yeah. handful of times. Yeah, it was, it was, it was very, very <laughs> few times. But I was all like, you know what, because Adrian actually gave me the impression that you were asking if I would do it. <laughs> Classic Adrian. <laughs> so, we're just finding this out now, like ten years, well, five years later. Because at first yeah, I was all like, no, 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 I wouldn't be able to do it. And then I thought about it, and then I was all like, you know what? Fuck it, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And then, you know, he was kind of like, well, I mean, I kind of already told him no and all this. I was like, well, you tell him, you call him back and you tell him I said I'll do it. And all this. <laughs> but that was... It that worked was, out. Everybody had a great time. Yeah, and then I, I remember met, I met that blonde. <laughs> what blonde? Uh, Anna. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that kind of started a whole other... Yeah. That's, that, a, that's, a, that's a book of worms right yeah, there. that was interesting to say the least <laughs> yeah um i yeah i had to stop like kind of talking to her because the punch i mean the balls situation. yeah yeah exactly exactly yeah she was she was very that was a uh, very not cool move at a party should we share i mean i mean we should share the yeah, story I mean, right people don't know last names <clears throat> right so this girl we'll call her the blonde even though we just just said her name great job ben <laughs> great job uh no like i was having a party and <clears throat> one of my close friends was there and we were just everybody was having a really good time drinking and stuff and um my one of my closest friends said something and it triggered her yeah her reaction and her reaction was to immediately slap him really hard in the in the balls and uh, he collapsed. Yeah, on the floor, and, fetal position. Yeah, and then he was really, really angry, with every good reason to be. And he walked off, went into the bedroom, and he was like, everybody, just leave me alone. And so he's like, and I was like, dude, I'm so sorry, you okay? And I, w- I, w- I remember going back out and talking to her and being like, hey, that wasn't cool. And she was like, I didn't do it hard. And I was like, it doesn't matter. You don't, you don't do that. Yeah, you don't just tap a guy in this or not even tap you don't you know yeah it was just very fucked it was just very fucked up and then on top of that she brought someone that stole uh, some medication that I had yeah in my bathroom I remember that too and I was like this ain't gonna work yeah (laughs) (laughs) and I was dating her for a while you were yeah, we I, we know, we went out a few, you few did? times okay. when, you know. I remember you asking me about her. Yeah, and I just like I said at first she seemed really cool, very. Uh, and, oh my gosh, I used to work with her. I really did for a very <laughs> long period of time, and I never had any 
issue. Never yeah, and I, 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 it was weird though because like I said she told me, you know, I'm not, I'm not ready for a relationship and all that. I was like, I did, I never said nothing <clears> about no relationship. We're just hanging out. we you know, I never kissed a girl, never made a move on her, nothing like that. We're just hanging out. You know what I mean? I just enjoyed her company because yeah. she seemed intelligent, you know. But then the more that that veil was kind of pulled away, the kind of I saw the type of person she was. I was like, yeah, I don't want to do this no more. Yeah. And I, uh, I took her off Facebook. I took her off all my socials and all that. And don't blame you. She uh, she actually added me on uh, on Snapchat a while, I guess a little bit before Sandra and I got back together. Uh-huh. And I was like, I don't know why, but if you want to see what I'm doing, whatever. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but um, like I said, she she never talks to me no more. I saw her once out on uh, at St. Patrick's, um, the festival downtown, whatever. Mm-hmm. Ran into her while I was there with another girl. <laughs> and uh, she was just like kind of, you know, she looked at me and she smiled and then she looked at the other girl and I was all like, what? <laughs> She's a friend too, you know. But a friend that blows me. <laughs> I don't even know who you're talking yeah, about. She's so. way better than you. <laughs> but uh, okay, so obviously one of the biggest stories that come out of 2020 has been COVID and the hardships that it caused people. Now, one of the main things was going through quarantine because your music is how you make money. How concerned were you when everything fucking closed? Well, Ben, <laughs> pretty concerned. Uh, no, it was, it was. I just remember being like, "Well, shit, is this really happening? <laughs> this is the world right now." Um, and then you had people on top of that were that were so stupid that were like, "Masks are just gonna recycle that." Yeah, recycle the. Uh, the air that you're breathing, you're going to get sicker and stupid theories like that. Very, very, very stupid things. I just remember hearing very stupid things on the internet, <laughs> which is why I try to avoid stupid people. Um, but, yeah, no, it was very um, disheartening. It was it was like, oh, well, shit, what am I going to do? So I started doing the whole Facebook Live thing, which is what a lot of people did, or, right. or just live streams in general. And that that was okay for a little bit, and people people were really kind. Some people were really kind and really donated, and really just were like, "Hey, can you play this? Yeah, I'll, I'll learn that." So I'll learn it and I'll play it, and they're like, "Okay, here's here's fifty bucks." And it's just like, "Oh, thank you, thank you very much." You know, yeah. I I really felt I really felt the love um, doing that. So well, that was really really special. I think also one of the things for people was when your music was taken away from them they realized like oh shit like you know this is really important and it's not just something that you have on in the background while you're at rockets or mm-hmm. whatever you know this like music is important especially from somebody who you're friends with or or you enjoy seeing or yeah. whatever it's and it's and honestly i think it should be like one of those uh situations where if you're at a bar you know, there should be, like, however much you want to tip your bartender, plus another space on the bottom for the band. Uh, that would be nice. You know, to, <laughs> at the end of the day, here's your, your tips for the night. You know, yeah. I would love for that to be a thing, you yeah. know. There's a lot of times I don't have cash, and I want to give you all money, but I, I can't. Because, you know, maybe you set up a, a booth with a tablet, whatever, that just mm-hmm. s- uh, swipe the square thing, whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You can do that, or... Cash App, Venmo, right. all that stuff. We kind of have that going now as far as, like, um, my other band, Falco and the Wolf. But, um, 
Yeah, I know that the whole thing, it really affected me, and I was, um, affected so many people, a ridiculous amount of people, uh, uh, people that are in the entertainment industry, people that are in the service industry, big time, and, um, I was able to jump on unemployment, which helped out a, a good deal. It wasn't what I was making right. at all, but, um, it did help, and it got me through that hard period um and and i got really tired of doing the stream crap because i was just like this is there's no there's no interaction right there's nothing like that i'm just playing songs and it felt like it was for myself <laughs> and i was like i i don't want to do that like I, I i have to have a somewhat of a crowd at least at least one person <laughs> yeah. to sit there and go hey i really like that <laughs> you know you know what one of the things that i would do while you were streaming is um I would put it on, and I'd be like, I'd tell my wife, um, okay, Damon's on. And then pretty much she knew that was what we were doing for the night. I, I put you on. Oh, that's um, awesome. You know, on the because on, at the time we just had the projector screen. Mm -hmm. So you're on the projector screen. We had the surround sound going. So it was like we were there. And then I'd be like, all right, you know, get out some drinks, and we'd sit down and, and watch you play. And, that's awesome. You know, thank, you. thank you for that. Pretend that, that we're there with you and, and all that. So... And I would share the videos, and I would tell people, like, hey, check out my boy, you know, and, and all this, just because I knew how hard it was going to be for you. And the last thing that I wanted to do was for you to have to struggle. And if I could help that in any way, then I was going to do it. Well, thanks, man. And this is because of, you know, people like you that I was able to get through that stuff. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad, because like I said, I mean, you, you, without realizing it, I'm sure that you you have a, a huge impact on people's lives thank you um i know you have a mind and that was one of the reasons why you know whenever there is you invite me to something you know you or, or pete or whoever invites me to something i always feel like i have to go like i feel obligated to go because you've given so much to me through your music well, don't that, ever feel obligated. Well, <laughs> I mean, I mean, one of those things to where it's like, okay, well, it, I look at it like a, a a bank account. You know, a, a friendship is like a bank account. You mm -hmm. can't just keep taking out. You have oh, to yeah. put something in. Absolutely, especially at, I think at our uh, even though our our kind of people around our age, when you get to you know in your thirties, it's harder to keep friends because everybody's got family, right? You know, they're you know kids and stuff involved, so. Um, yeah, it, it like you said, it's very you have to invest as well as you know make a withdrawal as well. You know, yeah. so it's it's a give and take. So that's why like I said whenever you know you would have your parties and and especially when I was right there living you know close, it was uh, it was okay. We're gonna go check out this party. Um, nowadays, it's, like I said, it's a little bit more more difficult because one, you're always working on the weekends. Yeah, and if really you do am. have a party, it's the times where i was working on the weekends mm -hmm. so like i said life gets in the way and it sucks yeah but it's not that i never wanted to be there it's just that i just couldn't no you know? so. no everybody's got obligations that they have to fulfill first <laughs> well adulting sucks and i don't like it <laughs> yeah but you know what is what is life without art it's not much right it's really not much well that's for sure so and that whether that be art from a drawing or art from music or you know art from video games it's all art it's all entertainment that's what i tell my wife i say like, you know because sometimes i'll just be staring at her 
you know, when she's not looking, and then she'll look, and she'll be like, what? Like, do I have something on my face? I'm like, no. It's like, it's like, I just like looking at you. I was like, I, I like looking at you. She's yeah. like, why? I go, because I think you're a work of art. <laughs> and she's like, she's like, you're creeping me out. Yeah. <laughs> and she'll be like, shut up. She goes, whatever, I'm old, and blah, blah, blah. I was like, no. I was like, you, you've lived a life. I said, but you're not old. Mm-hmm. I said, you're, you're beautiful. And I, f- I think you're you're gorgeous. And she's just like, okay, what do you want? <laughs> A PS5. Right. <laughs> if we can find one. You're I'm right. actually I'm actually part of this arcade group on Facebook where the guy, the moderator, he'll find uh, deals on Amazon or whatever like that. To, oh. uh, uh, and he posts it. He'll be like, okay, PS5 is available. Go now. Here, go now. <laughs> you know? But every time he posts them, I got no fucking money. <laughs> yeah. I still want one really bad. Yeah, me too. Um, I, the other day I was at the mall with, uh, with my girlfriend and we saw... <clears throat> one of those games where you just you know like apparently it's like you have to put put this key in this hole and oh, if you get yeah, the key yeah. in the hole then it drops whatever prize yeah they had a ps5 up there and i oh, was like shit. oh my god we're doing this so like we put in a dollar and then we didn't have any more dollars yeah like i have cash but it's all debit you know yeah i mean my that, bank account. that would uh um they need to do it to where those things take cards yeah but yeah my, then, I, then i would have been like all right I hit the three hundred dollar mark. I'm pretty <laughs> sure if I go over, I'm still saving money. <laughs> my uh, my okay, what ex uh, stepdaughter? I guess you could call her. I mean, I still consider my daughter, my daughter, whatever. Um, you know, my ex's daughter. I raised her since she was six. She's my daughter. Fuck it. Um, she, I when I would see her posts on Facebook where she would go to the arcade, like quasars, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she would win stuff on that thing all the time. Yeah. She was really, really good at it. I saw some it, kid so. win it the other day. So, and, and uh, um, I find the best thing to do, like, when that happens, is you go up to the kid, you know, you talk to him, and then you wait for him outside and just kick his ass. <laughs> <laughs> just beat the hell out That's of him. how I got this PS4. No. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. beautiful. But, um, That's how okay. you got that Oculus. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right, so talk to me about how you got started playing guitar. Was it to impress girls? Uh, no. Um, May I remind you, you're under oath. Yes, I'm under oath. My right <laughs> hand is raised. Uh, so I w- originally started in music, playing the piano when I was little. Really? Yeah. My mom put me in it, and I never learned anything that I liked there. And then I joined middle school uh, orchestra, and I played violin for a year. Also, <laughs> never played anything I wanted to play. We played, like, the <laughs> Titanic theme song. Are you serious? Near, far, wherever you are. All that shit. And I was like, I do not want to play this. And then I joined choir in high school, uh, at the tail end of middle school and in high school. And um, also, didn't want to sing any of that shit. <laughs> so it was like, I had all this like musical sort of background, but it never really stuck because I, I wasn't too invested in it. Right. <clears throat> and then... Um, when I was younger, my church, uh, my church, my parents made me go to uh, church. Yes, they made me go to church, which is fine. Um, so you, and I'm glad that they did because that's how I got my start. Um, they uh, they needed a bass player, and so I went and bought a crappy bass for like a hundred bucks, and self-taught myself <clears throat> how to play along to these really easy Christian songs, yeah. and. Um, yeah, I remember it was nerve-wracking being on stage for the first time. This was a semi-small church. We played for, I don't know, probably a couple hundred people. Right. <clears throat> um, and then um, 
that's soon after that I was like this it, it just didn't sound great I needed a better bass so I went out and bought that Getty Lee bass right. that I told you about earlier so you went from a hundred dollars to a thousand dollars and dollar bass that's right and uh, that one of course it sounded amazing and I still it didn't improve my playing <laughs> right so, you expect all of a sudden just be freaking less claypool or something right yeah <laughs> i wish or victor wooten and um yeah no i just uh i i remember being like i really love being up here i really love performing as long as i know what i'm doing and i know and i know i can do it well so uh soon after that probably a year after that i made the transition over to guitar and i bought a really nice epiphone black beauty guitar and i started playing that and learning from uh, artists that I liked at the time, and and, and just uh, kept kept going with it. And I never ever stopped. It was a lot of you have to learn stuff that you like, and you have to have a passion to do it, and you have to never quit. And that's how I got to where I am today. And I honestly, I'm still not that great of a guitar player. I'm really not. I play mostly chords, and some of those can you know they can be complicated and hard even for great lead players, but um, I never divulged too much into uh, lead playing. Yeah. That's you know that's why I always have uh, awesome lead guitar <laughs> players around me. Saying that's why Pete and Paul and all that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, speaking of vocals, like I always were, I, I was always impressed at how smooth your vocals are. Mm, like you. even some songs that are like really really complicated, you you make it look super easy. Oh, thanks, man. So, just practice. That's all it is. <laughs> but uh, was it just practice? You never took any. Well, besides choir, you said you're. In, yeah. And I uh, tried out for Allstate and never made it yeah? twice. Yeah. Allstate, like the commercial? Or? <laughs> <laughs> no, they had like a state so situation they, where they would bring in everybody from choir and you had tryouts. Yeah. And you'd be behind this curtain. So you're singing to a curtain and uh, judges would be on the other side. I guess that was a way to make it easier. Yeah. And uh, the chairs still, would turn around. And never, then. never got chosen. <laughs> And now here I am, you know, like, I do it for a living now. Right. <laughs> Shows what you know. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure my, my old choir teacher would probably be like, hey, good for you. <laughs> you know, I, I, like I said, I, I wish I had taken choir back in the day. But, you know, when I was when I was going to school, um, you know, the, the, the situation was different, you know, because, like, the guys who took choir, like, were either looked at as gay or, mm -hmm. you know, just not masculine. Oh, no, we were. Like we were gay. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, I wanted to sign up, you know, because one, I wanted to learn how to sing, and two, because the girls in the man, I love mm -hmm. hot, hot, nerdy girls like that. Like, yeah. oh my god! Um, and uh, um, there was this one girl that I remember, like her name was uh, Michelle mm -hmm. Trevino, and my god, that girl was just like an angel. <laughs> and <laughs> she was in choir, and I was like, man, if I could just. And then I found out she was seeing this one guy from choir, and she said that the only reason she was going out with him is because he was a good singer. So I was like, man, if I if I could have sang, that would have been me. <laughs> yeah. You could you, <laughs> you could have been the modern day Ricky Virial from right. from the Social and from uh, Cumbia Kings, right? And Church Unlimited. <laughs> it's like you want. Too bad you didn't follow that right, dream. You then. want some of this? <laughs> you could be plastered all over social media, having having live sex. Right. Um, I remember I showed that video to my wife, and she was just like, huh. And I was like, okay, what does that mean? She was nothing, just saying. I was like, I'm not going to have sex with you in public. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. That whole thing, I mean, it's, it's hilarious, and it sucks. 
I mean, it sucks for them, but it's it's something that they did to themselves. Right. And I think it's so hypocritical to be doing that sort of thing while singing for your local church. Right. It's so hypocritical. It, it is. And, and pathetic, it, honestly. And people don't, you know, like I said, people are making fun of it. I don't it. care who hears it. I'll straight up say it. Sorry, <laughs> go ahead. No, no, rightly, rightly so. But like I said, um, people are... are People are using that to discredit the church, you know, mm. and, and I think that's the sad part. That's you know wrong. I mean? you know, it that's wasn't. Wrong. It wasn't the church that did that. You know it's I mean? not. It a, but it's it's it just shows the fallibility of man. Mm. You know, so. It's not the first time it's happened either. No. <laughs> and you I, know, I, I, I used to go to that church. Then so did I. And I actually, uh, uh, if you go to the main campus, there's a plaque on there. And Ben, best squirter, <laughs> two thousand nine. <laughs> <laughs> it was long distance. <laughs> Yeah, it was a distance. You were a distance squirter. It's like it was. It was four and a half meters. <laughs> but uh, but no. I, I, there, Is there, there really a plaque? There, there's a plaque over there with with me and my ex and our kids and all that. Okay. So, uh, you know we could we we contributed a lot to uh, uh, building that building. So. Really? Okay. Yeah. Right on. And see, I knew another guy that used to sing for that church, and he got caught with all kinds of drug paraphernalia. Oh really? Yeah. I won't divulge. I won't go into it, but. Uh, <laughs> Just, uh, yeah, like I said, once once I stopped, um, you know, once I got out of my old relationship, I kind of stopped going to church because she, that was her thing. She always kept mm-hmm. pushing, and um, you know, she wanted me to volunteer at the church. I was volunteering at the church and all this, and it's like I never really felt at home at any church. Um, and then a bunch of stuff happened there to where it just kind of turned me off to the whole situation. To where now, when people are like, "Hey, do you want to go to my church?" No. Like, yeah nothing against you but no yeah <laughs> yeah people people are flawed and um i i don't trust anyone to lead me in faith right uh, i'll like, trust I, my own faith i was gonna say i i don't blame god for what happened i just blame the because pe- like i said she was even to this day she'll still post on her on her facebook you know about god and doing this and doing that like well where was god telling you to go out and screw all these other dudes you know so yeah, we're gonna let's get real about it. <laughs> Hardcore, but but anyway, all right. What's the best advice you've ever been given? You know, I'll shoot my data. I uh, um, I don't know a uh, some props. <laughs> yes, some props. There you go. Um, he told me, don't don't spend money you don't have. Long time ago. And uh, I've always kind of just followed that, and so I just I don't like if I if there's something I want, I better really want it, right? And then and then I'll make the purchase towards it. Most of my purchases nowadays that are costing me money go towards like uh, musical stuff, right? So you know I'll, I'll buy a new amp or guitar or whatever, and you know. So most of my spare like I've sold a lot of stuff just to get the equipment for this podcast yeah um looks like it say <laughs> <laughs> so, i i have i have four microphones here one is taken so i could have three guests but i can't get three people to come on here at the same time really yeah i'll find you some people ben so, i mean i think it would be fun though and i mean especially to like you know just have a conversation whatever but yeah i actually well i mean i could have theoretically two more uh, microphones on here and i do have two more microphones but they're like i said they're the ones from my old karaoke machine <laughs> and uh you know they're just a regular kind of um, mm-hmm. 
But I mean, I think it would be cool to have a bunch of people on and just yeah, shoot the shit about a topic or something. Oh yeah, yeah. Maybe the, throw a party, but <laughs> just yeah. kind of everybody, everybody has drinking. headphones on. Yeah, <laughs> I can sit in front of a microphone. The problem with that though is you'll get some some loud talkers. Yeah, <laughs> and, it, and it would kind of suck to not have, not have music in the background. Yeah, but I don't know that our our, our friends are just kind of. You know what I noticed about our friends? What's that? Um, they're gay. Well, besides that, yeah, <laughs> it's like uh, uh, they, they all really share kind of the same trait, and that's like loyalty. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Like I could pretty much count on any of my friends. Like I could give them the key to the house and trust them not to rob me. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, in, in so much of where like some people that I'm really close to actually do have the key to this house. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, so that's I think good, it, man. I think it's an utmost sign of respect for someone that you could have that's not an intimate partner. I mean, yeah. maybe that's just me, but that's no. I, I feel the it. same way. I trust any one of my bandmates. Uh, I mean, kind of, you kind of have to. I mean, it, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's you. You're part of this family, sort right? Of thing. And uh, even beyond that, my other friends that I'm not in, um, you know, in a band with, I've got about three that I'm really, really close to. And, uh, you know, I got one living with me right now, and I trust him. I trust him. Yeah, anything. I, mean, I mean, like I said, it's just when you find good people, don't, don't, don't lose them. Yeah. That's just really, like, all you yeah. can say about it. And I have I've lost some people I thought were my close friends um, semi-recently. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's a really... I don't know. You also do have to really be... That was my phone. <laughs> you do have to be uh, careful with who you trust. Yeah. Um, and and sometimes that line gets really, really blurry and really blurred. And, and, and um, I don't know, it's just my personal experience with uh, some people that I had and I, was, I thought they were really, really, really close to me. And I was wrong. Yeah. And it's really crappy to find that out. Yeah, that always sucks. When you find out people aren't about you like you are about them. Yeah. That kind of... Even when you're still trying to reconcile. Yeah. Be like, what? what is going on? <laughs> like, who are you right yeah, now? Yeah, and they, you know, it's just so weird. It's really, but life is weird like that. But, I don't know. Okay, speaking of, like, uh, intimate partners, I notice you have a new lady in your life. I do. I won't ask for too many details because I want to respect your privacy, but I just want to ask one question. Um, who pursued who first? I thought you were going to say, who's your daddy and what does he do? <laughs> well, who's your daddy and what does he do? Uh, what, what did you say? Who, so, who pursued who first? Ooh, uh, that's, a, that's a tangled... Um, <laughs> so, she came after you first. You, n- n- well, <laughs> no. Uh, no. Um, she was with somebody else when we first met, and oh, I was, so you I was sabotaged with somebody else. their relationship. No, 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 it was nothing That's like cool. that. I respect that. <laughs> <laughs> it was absolutely nothing like that. In fact, there was, there was nothing that was even slightly inappropriate whatsoever. The first time, first several times we met, because she would come with her person mm-hmm. to watch me play, and they both enjoyed what I do, and. Um, you know, uh, basically being, I don't know, mostly single for two years, um, I I saw on her page that 
on her face. She added me on Facebook, right? She didn't say anything, but she added me on Facebook. And I was like, oh, I know this girl. And I, I went through, you know, her page, and I was like, wait, where's her... Her dude. Her dude. And then I was like, oh, She's shit. <laughs> and so I, I messaged her. You slid into her DMs. I did. I slid into her DMs, <laughs> and I said, hey, look, um, I, I don't know if you're single or not, but, you know, I uh, just want to let you know I've always found you ridiculously attractive. And um, she came back with... Well, I'm kind of in a weird place right now, going through heartache, and I was like, I understand, and I backed off 100%, and I was just like, I, it's okay. Like, but no see, worries. that's cool, because you put the ball in her court. Right, yeah, so I just kind of threw it out there, and, and then I was like, okay, and then I had every intention of not talking to her, and every intention of leaving her alone completely, Yeah. and then like, not even two days later she was like hey um so you want to hang out tonight <laughs> it's like hey i'm ready <laughs> <laughs> and i was like oh shit i remember waking up to that message and being yeah. like yes yes i do <laughs> what do you want to do <laughs> and uh yeah that's we, cool you know. i mean it's cool seeing you you know post or you know you in pictures and stuff on on all the socials yeah because i don't do that much yeah and I stay off social media unless it's for music. Right. So like I said that I know I've seen you in, in in her pictures and stuff, and it's good to see you doing that. No, I mean it's good to see you with a smile on your face. It's 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 cool because I always celebrate my friends' successes. I'm happy when my friends are happy. Yeah, man. That's, and that's the sign of a good friend. Yeah, and <laughs> and and that's what you know. More people should be like you know. A lot of times, you know, even with this freaking podcast, dude. Some of my friends will thought I were you know thought that we were friends whatever like oh you think you're all big shit now because you have a podcast dude what? anybody could have a freaking hey, podcast all you gotta do is buy equipment like it's not even hard <laughs> like like it's ridiculously easy to do this Some but um, suck. but I don't know like I said it, like I said it's cool to see you you know doing that stuff that's the stuff that I do with my wife and I'm glad that I'm not the only one posting that that shit on there you know because I think you know my I think my wife is awesome you know she's she's very smart she's very funny She's one of the few chicks who's made me laugh to where it hurts. Yeah, that's you know what I mean. Yeah, that's important. And and she can go have someone that you can laugh yeah, with. Yeah, that's really important. And then she can, uh, um, you know, pretty much. She's one of one of the few women who's ever like she said something. I'm just I don't know what to say. I'm. Just, I, 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 yeah. No, I get <laughs> I, I get that because my girlfriend says really inappropriate things all the time <laughs> and it makes me laugh so hard because i don't have i'm not a pc person yeah at all i don't care i'm sorry i don't care about some random person's feelings right. i just don't <laughs> um and i don't have any problem saying that I, I really don't um i care about an individual's uh feelings right someone i know but um the whole pc cancel culture thing i hate all of it with a passion and um the things that she'll say will make me laugh because they're wildly inappropriate. <laughs> inappropriate. And, and, you know, she's just saying them to me. Dude. So that's, you know, it makes it, you know, a that's, special that's, thing between that's, me and her. That's the way Sandra is, too. Yeah, and that's, that's awesome. you got to have that. <laughs> okay, well, did, okay, before, before you had a girlfriend, did you ever have a hard time speaking to somebody you're attracted to? Um... Yes. Yes and no. So I'm I'm like used to like I I play on stage all 
the time. My job is to be in front of a bunch of people. Right. So I'm used to, I'm I'm used to that. So it, it doesn't really make me nervous. But there were um, a few girls, you know, that that I was just like, uh, I'm kind of nervous around this person because, you know, I want them to get to know me as the person that I am. Right. The person that's a uh, you know that I think is a good person, <laughs> you know, and so. Um, getting to that point is can be difficult because you don't know where your limits are with someone just yet right so you kind of have to test the waters and sometimes you test the waters and it's they're like oh nope don't like that and then you realize well i can't be with you because you don't you you wouldn't let me be me right so bye you know (laughs) well see i had i had if there's a girl who's like incredibly attractive, for me, a lot of times it's hard to speak to this person because they're so attractive. Yes, it can be. But I find, especially lately, the because of the things I've I've lived through and and I guess you could say that the way that I've grown as a person, to me, more now it's um, it don't bother me as much. You know what I mean? So yeah. it, it's it's one of those situations where I can look at a girl, looks like a freaking Victoria's Secret model, and be like, hey, chick, what's up? You know, like, it's no big deal. Uh-huh. And most of the time, I, fi- I find that they appreciate that much more because they're used to guys hitting on them or, yeah. or you know, a bunch of inappropriate shit or whatever, to where when they're actually treated like a person... They're like, oh, okay, like you're not weird. I can relax around you mm-hmm. and all this shit. Yeah. And then I wind up in situations to where, like, okay, well, either I can be friends with them, or I've even had girls before say, like, man, I wish you weren't married. You know. Mm-hmm. Of course, I don't really continue having them as a friend after that. You know, yeah. but it's uh, it, it's weird. You know, because I never thought somebody who looked the way I look would be able to say, okay, see that hot chick over there? That's that's a buddy of mine. Mm-hmm. You know, and it just be totally platonic. Yeah, so I think that's 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 cool as shit. But I do like it when my friends don't know that I know the hot chick. So you know, guys from work will be you know will be at a at a restaurant or something and be like, hey, I bet you won't talk to that bartender. I bet you I will. <laughs> bet you I can get her number. No, you can't. Fifty bucks. All right, cool. So I'll go up to her and I'm like, hey, uh, my buddy's over there. Bet that I can't get your phone number. She's like, you already have my phone number. I was like, I don't care. <laughs> write it down. <laughs> so, <laughs> Just write it down so they can see. <laughs> so, you know, she'll, you'll, she'll, she'll like, oh, I got you. So she'll write down her number and then she'll do this or, or she'll like give me a kiss on the cheek or whatever and uh, come back and I'm fifty dollars. I'll go up to her. I'm like, hey, uh, you got change for fifty. <laughs> I give her, you know, half of it, whatever. So. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, That's what are you? Right what there. are your red flags or deal breakers? Ooh, uh, just very easily, someone getting, um, uh, not, not let, like I said earlier, just someone not letting me be me. Like, if, if it bothers someone that, you know, I, I, t- I say a certain thing or talk a certain way or something like that, I just have to be able to be me, you know? And that's gonna be a deal breaker. Or, like, we were talking about princesses, and I, I, I went on this date one time with this one girl, and, she was just so prissy about everything. <laughs> everything. I was just turned off completely. And she was super attractive. Like, super attractive. And I was just like, I don't... This is not working for me. Yeah. I, yeah. So, I was just like, 
people I'm people done. need to realize that looks aren't everything. Yeah, they're 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 really not. I mean, they certainly help, and you do have to be attractive to someone that you're with. Right. But um, they also need to have the personality that's you know um, somebody that's not crummy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because like for me, personality is is a huge deal. Yeah, it goes a long way. A long um, way. That's why one of the reasons why when people ask like who my celebrity crush is now. I'd probably say like Anna Kendrick, just because I mean she's a beautiful woman, but she's kind of you know it's, a girl next door. Yeah, but it's one of those to where her personality makes up for the fact that you know she's got kind of weird legs. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I think like I said, when somebody can make me laugh, can hang with me with the jokes, and especially if she can sing the way, the way like that, mm-hmm. that's total freaking like that. That does it for me. Yeah, but I hate jealousy first off mm-hmm. that's one of the things that i will not put up with like there there have been times where you know i was on a date with a girl and a friend would come up to me and, and say hi you know a female friend and she'd be like oh who are you and why are you talking to them and all this mm-hmm. so yeah. Like, oh yeah this ain't gonna work <laughs> I, get, I get a lot of that well i don't get a lot of jealousy anymore but i just get like a lot of people you know that want to chat with me yeah. about you know I, I'll, I'll be in playing a show and um, it could be guy or girl, really. Um, and they'll come up and just, you know, hey, I really enjoyed this or I really enjoyed that. And have you ever considered doing this? Or they just spark a conversation. Right. And um, you know, I'm not, I'm not one to be rude and be like, oh, sorry, I gotta be over here with my girl or anything. Right. So I finish the conversation or whatever. But uh, yeah, that that's specifically one thing, and you really hit the nail on the head there. Like, there are some girls that are like, oh, I don't want you talking to... It's like, my job is to yeah. be in front of people and talk to people and right. network. And so, yeah, it's going to happen whether you want it to or not. If you're going to get jealous about it, then... This ain't going to work. This ain't going to work. And see, there, was, there were times where, you know, friends of mine who would be dating somebody and, you know, the person that they're dating whereas was at the show, but then they're mad because there was girls talking to them and... I'm just like, okay, you do know you're with a musician, right? Right. It's like, this is part of the job. This is part of what they have to do yeah. is, you know, not flirt with people, but just converse with people mm-hmm. because people want to talk. Yeah. So I was like, has he ever disrespected you, you know, taking numbers and all this stuff? She's like, well, no. I'm like, okay, well, what's the problem then? Yeah. Well, I just don't like, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's like, at the end of the day, he goes home with you. Yeah. It's like, and he's never done anything that like, you just need to accept. Like, okay. He is in. Instead of looking at it as you should be insecure about it, look at it as you're proud of that. Somebody like wants like you have something that other people want so yeah. bad, but that's yours, you know. For instance, um, last night I was playing at Rockets, and apparently three guys went up to my girl, tried to buy her a drink, uh-huh. and each time she's like, "No, I'm with him. No, I'm with him." And then you know I get done, and some girl comes up and tries to talk to me and wasn't like trying to like hit on me or anything I don't, at least I don't think but um, I was just like yeah okay yeah thank you I appreciate it handshake and yeah. then walk right over you know to my girl and it's it's one of those things where it's just that it just has to be that mutual sort yeah. of respect right and th- I think that's the the key is you know the, the mutual part of it because a lot of times I see you know guys who are doting on their women mm-hmm. but then she's just like Ugh, like 
anytime he says anything, like, just shut up, you're so stupid. <laughs> Stuff like that. I'm like, okay, well, if you don't even respect this dude, why are you with him? Yeah, no shit. If someone yeah. did that to me, I'd be like, all right, get out. Bye. <laughs> okay, so what's your ideal percentage of alone time to together time? Like, one out of a hundred. Like, <clears throat> okay. Um, together time, like, I'm comfortable with, like, 70%. And then I like a good... I like a good day to myself out of the week. Mm -hmm. I can just relax, you know, sit in front of the TV, play video games, or just decompress. Yeah, I think think that's um, what a lot of people don't realize is people need to have their own lives outside of the relationship. Yeah, absolutely. And that's one of the things I, I told Sandra was, you know, don't be caught up and think that, like, if you want to do something, you have to ask me first. So all I ask is, like, you're going to go out with your friends or your family or whatever. Just, hey, I'm going out with my friend, going out with my family. Let me know. I was like, just let me know. I was like, just so I don't get worried. I was like, you don't have to ask for permission. Yeah. Just let me know. That's all That's all I'm asking. And I'm the same way. I'm like, I don't care. I do not care if you go out with your friends. Yeah. If you want to do something, go for it. Have fun. Seriously, have fun. You know, let me know. Yeah. And you can text me when you're home. And and like Sandra Sandra will, you know, text me like just earlier. Like she took off to uh San Antonio. She she texts me, Hey, we're here, you know, we're gonna be walking around doing so okay, cool, have fun, you know. Don't spend too much money. Right. <laughs> like that that's about it. But I mean she's out having fun with her daughter and I'm perfectly fine with that, you know, I, yeah. I trust her completely, so uh, her tracking chip is working. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, funny. she's she's probably gonna be checking herself now, like thinking like, like I actually did something. You're like, <laughs> jokes on you. She doesn't listen to your co- your podcast. She doesn't actually. <laughs> I'll ask her. Hey, did you listen? I was like, she hasn't listened to the to any of them since the the one that she was on. And that was like what the second or third one. <laughs> but okay, how is it that sh- how important is it that your significant other get along with your friends? It's pretty important. Yeah, it's pretty important. Um... <clears throat> They don't have to like be buddy buddy, but um, just as long as they're kind to each other. Yeah, just a mutual respect. It's, it's, it's yeah. important. Yeah. Because to me, I look at it as like, okay, well, these people are important to me because they were in my life when no one else was. Right. And I want you to be able to at least you know have a casual conversation right. with them if necessary. You know. So. Absolutely. Very important. But have you ever lost friends because you're dating somebody? Um, I've always been one of those people that that don't budge on that like if i'm friends with someone and i start dating someone and that person that i'm dating is like uh i don't want you to be friends with that person i'm like sorry it's gonna happen and i don't think we should we're this is gonna work yeah (laughs) because you are not gonna tell me who i i can and cannot hang out with a and b i think i'm mostly a good judge of character yeah so like the people that i'm hanging out with if you can't get along with them it's really on you. Yeah. It's kind of like a, like a dog, you know, like a dog can tell when somebody's not a good person yeah. or whatever. I would trust a it's dog. It's true. Yeah. Dogs can sense evil. <laughs> and and it's, it's fucked up because I re- all of these quotes that you're saying, like, I know exactly what you're talking about. 
They're all just stupid '90s movie quotes that all. That's, that's you're all wearing the shirt for mind. it too. That's right, I am. This is <laughs> very saved by the bill. So, like, uh, me and my girl were gonna do Dick in a Box for Halloween. No shit. <laughs> so yeah, this is the shirt, and then you nice. know, I gotta wear a blazer over it. Dude, that's so awesome. And a, and a gold chain. I still don't know what I'm gonna do for Halloween. It's kind of hard to find freaking, uh, uh, you know, XL costumes and mm-hmm. shit. You know. So. Well, we were at um, <laughs> we were at Burlington and. And I saw this shirt, and I said, "Oh my God!" I have I, to have it. <laughs> I picked it up, and she was like, "Holy shit!" And I was like, "I know, right?" And I was like, "This is it," because we were there specifically looking for. You need that cell phone, though. You need that great <laughs> yeah, fucking the, the giant cell phone. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think the uh, the present on the crotch will cover sufficiently what and we're the, trying to get across. But definitely the outfit goes with it, you know, the '90s uh, sort of player attire. Dude, that's so fucking badass, though. Like I said, I'm still, I'm still wondering what we're gonna do. Um, this is the first time. Excuse me, I get to decorate my house for Halloween. Oh, nice. Um, the only thing that sucks about it is, like I said, they cut our overtime at work, so I have very limited fundage. So <laughs> I need to, uh, uh, I need to sell some merch or something. I need to work on that. Yeah, I'll buy some recycled corn. <laughs> Dude, I came up with the logo, dude, but it's so funny. Like, when people are like, what's the name of your podcast? Like, Recycle Corn. What do you oh. mean, Recycle Corn? Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> and I have to explain it. They're like, oh. Like, don't judge. All the good names are taken. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, have you ever... I think well, you I guess with I Ben's think... butt party. That's what you should have. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. Right. Like, I hate to interrupt you, but... But. That's why it's called the butt party. <laughs> Um, I think you pretty much answered this. Uh, have you ever broken up with or had someone break up with you because of what you do? Like your hobbies or career were just too much for them? Uh, yeah, and, and I don't think they'd come out, come right out and say it. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't want to divulge into that. <laughs> <laughs> so Next question. Okay, what's, uh, what's one trait you dislike in people? Hmm fake just being fake tools people that are tools that are fake and they they have to be you know me monsters right they talk up they're like me 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 and they don't ever shut up and listen to anybody else uh like like we're having a conversation here their the conversation is one-sided and they don't even listen to anything that you're saying i hate those people right uh they talk over you i hate those people i hate that trait so much that and slow drivers, or super fast drivers, <laughs> name it. You know, people that don't fall into a spectrum of speed. <laughs> That's acceptable. I, I will will be with you on that. Um, slow drivers piss me off, especially like if it's raining mm-hmm. and people are going like thirty five miles below the speed limit. Yeah, you know what I mean, like, come on, dude, you can at least go forty on the freeway. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's acceptable. Like, you're not gonna hydroplane. I promise you. <laughs> But all right, um, we're just going to take a quick break, yes, uh, to mainly pee. to get refills, but yeah. well, we will be right back. Let's do it. And we're back. I got my my drinks. You got your drinks? My drinks, my Devil's River. I took a nice pee. <laughs> <laughs> your bathroom was very accommodating. Yes, we uh, we, we have a, a toilet in there. So yeah, yeah. It was, it was nice. As I said, accommodating. <laughs> I, I, I flavor the water with mint. Uh, oh, is that what that is? Yeah, because there's there's one thing I hate is is having just stale water yeah. in, in the in the toilet. Yeah. So. 
And I mean, I had a sip, so yeah, thank you. I, I mean, I really appreciate that. Of course, we're, we're, it's the little things. We're a bougie place, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know that word existed until like I don't know, maybe a year ago. Somebody used it, and I was oh, really? like, "That's terrible! Don't ever use that in my presence again." <laughs> Dude, Sandra says it all the time, so I kind of got it into my vernacular. Yeah, it's up in there now. Yeah, it's all up in there. <laughs> okay, uh, uh, what's the one subject that you're so passionate about that you could interrupt somebody's conversation to correct them if they're wrong? Oh, man, that's a good question. For me, it would be like swords and stuff. You know, <laughs> swords and stuff. Because I, I hear a lot of misinformation about swords, especially bothers me when people say oh yeah i have this one sword it's made of carbonated steel i'm like carbonated has a bunch of little <laughs> bubbles in it i'm like you're stupid you like walk up in there and you're like that's, <laughs> that's they, funny man they get educated like you, you you bend and you hold it this way you right know, you have or to swing it like that or, or if they think that uh, uh hitori hanzo is like a legit <laughs> thing like the one from kill bill uh-huh yeah I'm like, oh my god, like people are so stupid when it comes to that. Like, <laughs> I, I, it took me a long time of studying, like, and I'm not nowhere. I, I don't nowhere near consider myself an expert. Uh-huh. I just know a little, but I know enough to know, like, if I see a sword, I can tell whether or not it's real or whatever, just by certain things about the sword or or whatever. So, I can answer your question. I just realized. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Ghostbusters or Dragon Ball Z. Dude, I, I love I love in. that you're so into Ghostbusters, dude. Because <laughs> oh, none of my other friends are into Ghostbusters. <laughs> I, I have the pack, bro. I, I saw it, dude. Pack, I saw yeah. it. I saw it at your place, dude. Like, yeah. I wanted to touch it so bad, but I was like, no, like you can't I don't just let you touch it. You, yeah. <laughs> but what I'll about let the you pack? Touch it, girl. <laughs> I was like, but what about the, <laughs> what about the pack? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, what about the packs? <laughs> um, dude, I can't um, wait for the new movie. Yeah, me too. But it's been pushed back so many times. Right. I've been so like, kind of like Black Widow. Yeah. Um, but, and I do like Black Widow, but not as, not nearly as much as I've followed and loved Ghostbusters all my life. Dude. And so that movie has just been pushed back so many times I've been discouraged by it. Right. So I'm just like, apparently this movie's never coming out. Like, I, like by the time the movie comes out, those kids are going to be freaking adults. Yeah, yeah. Kids of their own. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, that and that and Dragon Ball Z and, and, and most of the time like vocalists, vo- vocal things or musical things. When something is inherently wrong, I'll just chime in and be like, uh, no, sir. <laughs> it goes like this. Right. Yeah, whatever. So. Uh, I'd say I, I saw you one time um, arguing, I think it was with Pete or Rick. Okay. About how to play a song from um, Alice in Chains. Okay. And he was like, no, it's like this. And you're like, no, 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 it's like this. Like, no, no, it's like, I think it was uh, Man in the Box or something like that. Okay. And he was playing it. What? Like, no, no, no. It was this way. You're like, no, it's this way. And you're just like, you, you could tell you're so like, 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 no. I know this. I know I'm right. I know you're wrong. Just <laughs> admit it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> when that kind of thing happens, you just, all right, pull up your phone, play, press right. <laughs> play, listen to the song. Uh, so that's easily reconciled. Who was right in that? Because I don't even remember. I think you were right. Oh yeah, of course. But Rick why was, would I think anything else? <laughs> but Rick was saying. <laughs> And I believe it was, it was Rick. Rick. I might be really? wrong. I think it, yeah. I think it was one time when y'all were just was just jamming. You know what I mean, I, okay. I I don't know if it was just like a get together or something like that. And um, somebody pulled out a guitar and he was playing it. And he's like, "Why are you playing it like that?" He's like, "Well, this is the way it goes." Like, "No, it's not." Well, this is how I learned it. Well, you learned it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's, 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 that's that's one of those things like 
when you're when you learn music, sometimes you can learn it from the wrong source. Right. Unfortunately, because there's a lot of misinformation, even when it comes to like people who type out tabs. Yeah. People who um, you know put it out there on the internet. You really have to sift through and go, okay, where, where's the right way? Find the really, really right way to, to learn it. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I honestly don't even remember that. I'm sure I'm sure Rick doesn't either. It was just one of those passing kind of, mm-hmm. you know, exchanges, whatever. But it resonated to me because I'm like, okay, here are two badass musicians. <laughs> you know, they're going at it. Yeah, going <laughs> at it about something they're both passionate about. Yeah. Let's throw him in a cage and see who wins. <laughs> it's surprising that uh, I was right because, honestly, Rick is the better guitar player, straight up. But I think it was just because you had played that song so many times. Not that he hasn't, but no, or, or there, maybe it was the other way around. Because I just remember him saying, laughing or something, saying, well, maybe I've been playing it wrong this whole time or something like Probably. that. <laughs> yeah. But he goes, it's not that much different. And you're uh-huh. like, no, it's not that much different, but I'm still right. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I remember doing that. We actually, I do remember this with Adrian. I was playing Interstate Interstate Love Song, and I'd always been playing it with a different sort of chord. It was actually, it's the correct note, mm. but it's a different chord than how, how um, it's played, right. how he plays it live. So Adrian was like, no, this is how it's played. And I was like, okay, but it's the same note, so... It still works just yeah. fine. So it, it's one of those interchangeable type. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's certain you know different chords that you can play that are the same note. So you know. Well, if it's not, a, was it a G, C, or or D? It doesn't matter to me. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I remember one time I was uh, I was telling Sandra, um, you know that uh, um, she we're talking about embarrassing moments, mm-hmm. and I was telling her like, yeah, that uh, I was playing guitar one time and my G string busted. She's like, really? I was like, yeah. And then I changed my underwear and I kept playing guitar. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of the, I'll answer a question that you didn't ask, but one of the most embarrassing things that ever happened to me was I was in class, this was in high school, and mm-hmm. I got called out by a male teacher. And um, I was walking walking out of, of said classroom to talk to this male teacher about whatever the hell. And uh, the ramp, there was a ramp from the classroom that went down to the outward of the hall. So it was like classroom, ramp, and then hall, and I'm walking out, and I tripped on the ramp, and I'm wearing windbreakers, of course, naturally. <laughs> naturally. I, I land on my knees, and I slide on my knees with the propelled from the motion of the trip <laughs> right into about a few inches from his crotch. Nice. My face. My face to working his on, crotch. Working on that extra credit. Oh my god. It was so embarrassing. I jumped up and everybody saw it and I was just like, well, <laughs> what are you going to do? You know? <laughs> I tell you what though, like, uh, embarrassing for me. Okay, you know Liz, right? Uh, Liz Hodge? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we, we went to the... Um, Fright Night Haunted House one year, and uh, uh, so we're we're getting ready. We you know we go through the line. We're getting ready to go in, and um, Liz decides, you know what, I'm gonna go first. So I was like, oh okay, that's cool. You know, go go ahead. She goes, but I want you to hold my hand. I was like, okay, whatever. Okay. So we're going through the thing, and um, it was really dark. It was, it was like a pitch. It, oh, I'm sorry, it was pitch black. There was no light in there. They give you a glow stick, and you're like, this is your light. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> So there's one area where there was a transition from one room and there was a small ramp going into another room. Now Liz 
was ahead of me, and so my friend Jesse is behind us. So I had learned, or I'm sorry, I had turned back to, to tell Jesse, like, because, you know, Jesse is pretty much legit blind. So that's, you know, we had, okay. I always make sure that he's okay. So I was, I was telling Jesse, like, you, you good, whatever? He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm good, whatever. And so as I turned to go back, Liz is going up that ramp. Well, she never told me that there was a ramp there. So what I did is I, I hit the ramp with my foot. And because I only have one hand... You know, when I go down like that, I couldn't stop myself. So basically what I did is I forced Liz backward. I was coming forward, and it was like her ass, my face, <laughs> boom, just, you know. <laughs> so it was like right like right in the... Did you stick your tongue out? Dude. <laughs> so it was so just like, man, like I had to break the tension, you know. So we're, we're walking again, and I just whispered in her ear. I was like, sorry. I was like... For real, tacos? And she's like, shut oh. the fuck up. <laughs> I'm sure that's the last thing that she wanted to hear. <laughs> so, but, but that like, put us back on neutral. Catch up. <laughs> but, so, but that put us back on neutral. Yeah, you know, like the, we're the back humor, to, you, you, know, know, <laughs> you know, leveled it up. You so, didn't say something like, you smell different when you're awake. Right? <laughs> it was like, you, you smell like my toothpaste. <laughs> Oh, okay. Right, we're uh, getting really weird here. We've got to move on. Like, sorry. <laughs> All right. What talent or ability slash superpower would you like to have if you could? Oh, easy. Uh, Wolverine's um, ultimate healing, his healing factor. Yeah. Would you yeah. want the claws too or just the healing factor? Might as well go with the claws. I mean, why not, right? <laughs> well, you have the you, option to have claws and, you know. Would you want yeah. the three claws or like Dakin with the two? Three. Because he had one coming out his elbow, I think. Yeah, too. he had he had one coming out his elbow coming like this way. It was kind of weird in the two out here. Yeah, I kind of I kind of like the X twenty three. Yeah, just the, the two. Just the two. Yeah, because I mean, you, two is really all you need. Yeah, because if you look at the bone, the way it's set up, it's just like perfect for two. Because yeah, if you if you follow the way the muscle goes, <laughs> like we're getting, <laughs> getting real like technical. This, like it, it it doesn't look like there should be, especially spaced out the way they are, because the knuckles are not like perfectly you know spaced out so. and lois lane can't handle superman sperm <laughs> <laughs> just blast through her like a freaking like a uh, rocket ship like a um what was it in uh in hancock did uh -huh. you notice when he was with that woman yeah i do remember that yeah and there's holes in the wall from him busting and all yeah. that so. that's crazy <laughs> hashtag spoilers yeah <laughs> Okay, um, are you at a point in your life that you're feeling fulfilled? Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would always love to be on a on an even bigger stage and and uh, having more uh, more of a crowd when I play. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, you always want more people there, <laughs> you know. To um, you know, because it's it's so much more fun when you have a bunch of people that are really really into it. But um, but yes, I am very, I'm very happy with where I am, and I'm very happy and fulfilled with what I do. Um, well, the fact that you're able to, to pay for everything that you need to pay for, doing something that you love. I mean, yeah. not very many people can say that. No. So true. that that that's kind of awesome, you know. Yeah. So. Um. Okay, if you were to do a dinner party, like. It's your dream dinner party. Okay. You can invite anybody, living or dead, from any era. Who would you want to invite? 
Ric Flair. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like, I said that like it wasn't even a question. Uh, who? Anybody living or dead? Mm-hmm. Uh, I would. I would have Chris Cornell. I would have Jerry Cantrell from Alice in Chains. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd have Kevin Smith. I love Kevin Smith. Yeah. Um, Silent Bob. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would have um, Theodore Roosevelt. <laughs> really? Yeah. To see his reaction to all these other people? Yeah, just to pick his brain. It'd be really cool to talk with Abe Lincoln, I think. <laughs> Did you say Hey Blinken? Yes, Hey Blinken. <laughs> this the 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 not so smart brother <laughs> of uh, our former president. No. Um yeah. I think mean, those how many how many cha- uh, choices do I get here? As many as you want. This is your dinner no, party. Oh shit. Um, yeah, I don't know. Let me think here. I mean, sure. Why not Jesus? <laughs> right. <laughs> why not? <laughs> right. Just see what he said. Yeah. You know, I always, I always had an idea for a he story. He was a man. I always had an idea for a story that somebody who goes back in time to try to save Jesus from being crucified, but then Jesus like tells him like, why are you here? Like, I need to do what I'm about to do mm-hmm. and all this. But, um. You know, I could never really flesh out that story. <laughs> That's a, he'd be like, uh, "I need you to go." Right. I've got I've got shit to do, and my my dad is uh, you know angry at me right now. <laughs> I'm a, I like, I'm in the middle of a thing. You know, <laughs> Did you ever see the Mad TV skit where the Terminator goes back in time to try to save Jesus, and Jesus is like, "No, stop trying to save me." <laughs> no, I didn't see that. <laughs> it's really funny. For a- yeah, I think it's Will Sasso that plays the yeah. Terminator. I think. I Dude, think. Will Sasso was freaking you know, um uh, with uh, Steven Seagal. Oh, so Dude, good. With uh, him and Van Damme. So good. <laughs> oh, my God. I love his portrayal of Steven Seagal. It's, Dude, it's killer. And, and I used to love Steven Seagal movies, but he is such a freaking loser now yeah. like he's <laughs> he's fucking insane he dude. and then uh, i still love van damme though i love van damme <laughs> van oh i would put van damme in my vin- in my dinner party straight up oh, yeah i love van damme he's like we're going to have mashed potatoes <laughs> <laughs> it does a little smirk there. yeah <laughs> Uh, no, I love the I love Will Sasso's portrayal of well, dude, he, anything he dude, does. When really he did really the uh, the the one where David Carradine and uh, he, you know he snaps everybody's neck and then yeah. he keeps asking David Carradine, "Who are you again?" Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's so funny. Okay, um, has a complete stranger ever had an impact on your life? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh shit! I thought the mic was gonna. Fall here for a second. <laughs> I was like, "Whoa!" Um, yeah, is, yeah. Oh. Like, I met this one really sweet person. Why the the mic is literally moving yeah. away? Grab it, grab it. You have ghosts. Hold on, let me. Do you have ghosts? Got it. Uh, yes. Okay. So I met this one lady one time, an older lady. She was really sweet, and she she was just really into uh, what I was doing as performance wise. And, um, you know, she made, uh, she, um, she followed me on everything real quick. And then like a day later she passed away. Are you serious? And I was like, what? Yeah. And, um, she wanted to hire me for somebody's party or something like that. And I, I was down and then all of a sudden it was just like, boom, like a day later I was just flabbergasted. 
and that actually recently happened not that long ago. Um, so RJ, my drummer from Falco and the Wolf, right? Um, we had this guy <clears throat> named Joel, um, a, a keyboardist for I th- I want to say the band Another Level. Mm-hmm. You heard of them? Yeah, I've heard. I'm of them. pretty sure that's it. I hope I'm not. I might I might have the wrong band. I hope I don't. <laughs> um, but Sorry, he, nobody listens to this. <laughs> he the first time ever like he. Uh, I ever met him was like three weeks ago. We were playing Brewster Street Southside, and he came over and had a real nice conversation with me and RJ. And then, like four days later, he passed away. Oh wow! Yeah. So, Crazy. I guess the moral of the story is you're really bad luck. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> I'm sorry. Dude, that I'm sucks, sorry man. for whatever happens in the next few days. Man. <laughs> hey, you know what? If it's my time, it's my time. <laughs> I can't really, you know, um, that, that sucks though. I mean, because. There are, there are some people who will genuinely just be happy to meet you, mm-hmm. and you know, for them to pass the way they do is just like, man, like I didn't even get a chance to know you. Like, yeah, that really sucks. But it's crap. I mean, at least, at least you know that you know this person had that impact. You know, so you can say that they lived. Yeah, <laughs> you know, absolutely. But uh. Let me see. How are you with saying no to people or to things? Um, I, as I get older, I feel like it's it's easier for me. Um, I I feel awkward sometimes when I have to tell people no or that I'm not comfortable with something. Um, and it sucks. So you feel like you have to give an explanation why? Usually. Yeah, I'm other kinda, times, kind of the same. Way. Other times when someone is being annoying, then I'm just like leave me alone yeah like no go away <laughs> yeah, I, I get that a lot from people had a had a guy who was really drunk came up to me about a week ago and it looked like he was trying to get on stage and sing with me mind you i'm performing right like i'm not in the middle of song i'm i'm not in between songs i'm in the middle of playing a song right and this guy's trying to t- communicate with me and i'm like go away this takes concentration right what i'm doing takes concentration and i gave him a look like 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 that i don't know how we how what what, how would you describe this look like a stern kind of i'm doing this yeah no no go away (laughs) yeah and uh you know he got the hint after a minute uh, but I, he was I, drunk. Yeah, as you say, he's, there's probably a lot of alcohol involved yeah. in that because no no <clears throat> sober person is going to try to do that unless right. they're named Adrian. Right, unless it's <laughs> Adrian. And so um, I gave him a look like, dude, piss off. Like I'm right in the middle of performing. I, you're not I'm as good as me. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was just like, I didn't. first off, I didn't know what he wanted. Yeah. But it looked like he was trying to get oh. up on stage. Will you sorry. calm down? Damn, oh sorry. my god, dude! Um, he looked like he was trying to get <laughs> up on stage and and like sing with me, and um, I just gave him that look. And then after the set, I felt kind of like a dick, so I went over to him and I said, "Hey, man, I wasn't trying to be a dick. It's just I'm when I'm up there, I'm trying to concentrate." And he was like, "No, man, I'm sorry. Uh, I I think you guys are awesome." Um, I was just trying to see if you knew this, if you'd play this one song, and I was like, you got, oh, okay, all well, right, well, do that well, in between yeah, songs. Yeah, most people wait in between yeah. songs. And uh, I, I said straight up to him, I was like, I thought you were trying to come up there and sing, which I have to p- tell people no. And sometimes when you when people, when you tell people no, they get 
agitated. Right. I had like, this, how dare you? Yeah, and I had this one person come up and take his tip back out of my tip jar. <laughs> and I was like, dude, you are a petty piece of garbage. That's fucking... Yeah, that's childish, dude. Yeah, RJ was there, and he tried to say some words to RJ, and RJ was like, dude, get out. Just leave. I think we were at Cassidy's. And uh, it was like New Year's. And he asked me to play, and he, he asked me if he could sing. And this was like, I don't know, 10 minutes before the countdown. And I was like, no. No. <laughs> What are you insane? He's like he goes. Oh, I know. He goes. I know this other musician in town. It's a musician that I know, and I won't. I won't say who it is. But he was just like, oh. But I know this guy, and I was like, well, congratulations. Go right. ask him. Right. I'm in the middle of performing. Don't ask me to come up on stage and join right. me. They I don't hi- know you. I have no idea what you're capable of. Yeah, they hired me for a reason. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and the, he yeah he acted all pissed off about it, and I was like, just. Get out of here, dude. Like, nobody we, nobody we cares. Yeah, we don't need your $2. Go yeah, ahead, just go away. I I don't get it. I don't, I don't get know. it. Like I said, I've seen, I've seen uh, um, the way you handle stuff like that, and it's always so funny. Like, <laughs> my favorite was when you, <clears throat> excuse me, you would do like, if anybody has a request, um, just go ahead and write that on a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, fold it up and then shove it right up. <laughs> I have said that before. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why I, I think it was at Rockets. And I was just like, I remember just taking a drink and he said, like, just go ahead and shove it right up here. I was like, <laughs> like <laughs> dude. So right up your ass. <laughs> that was funny. We're not going to play it. <laughs> and then uh, I love, I love, uh, uh, like I said, when, when you're playing, then I'll just be like, free bird. <laughs> Don't be that guy. Don't, don't yeah, <laughs> I always do that because people do that all the time. It's it's kind of rare when we get away from a gig and somebody doesn't yell "free bird." Really? Yeah, I think it's, it's just, just so overdone. Yeah, it's just a thing now. Like I don't even think people want to hear it. They just uh-uh. want to say that. Oh know? yeah, absolutely. That's what it is. They just want to say it and be heard. Yeah. Have you ever written a fan letter? Mm, yeah, to Stan Lee. Really? Yeah. Did he ever write back? No. No. He just said, you're a loser. <laughs> he just said Excelsior. Yeah. No, no, he didn't say anything. Um, no, when I was little, I I, I wrote, a, mess, I wrote a, a letter to Stanley. And it was about how much I loved, uh, I don't know, all the heroes. Not all, every one of them, but I named a few. I, can't, I honestly can't even remember what I I'm said. sure you got a lot of those. It's kind of hard to respond to everybody, you know. Oh, but, absolutely. But knowing... No, knowing the impact that he had, you know, <clears throat> and who would have thought, you know, just just before this whole comic book boom, or comic book movie boom, yeah, that the stuff this guy wrote in the basement of that freaking thing, whatever, was going to become this huge phenomenon. Yeah, and he had a, he had a team of people, you know, surrounding surrounding him, and you know, um, just like Starling Steve Steve Ditko, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, just like. There was, I guess it was, uh, Bob Kane took so much, uh, he would always tell people, I made Batman. Right. Well, no, you and Bill Finger made right. Batman. It wasn't just you, buddy, but he would always be a dick about it and tell yeah. people, oh, no, I made Batman. Well, a lot of times, you know, was it that the, the creator worked for the publisher and the publisher claimed ownership over, mm-hmm. Yeah. so they That's had crap. to fight for, you know, just that credit on there saying that. You know, Superman was created by Joel Schuster and mm-hmm. Jerry Siegel or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> Damn, why the hell am I... The, 
I don't know. I guess I'm not used to talking this much anymore. Ben's nervous. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who would you geek out if you met them? Like, uh, like for me, it would be like Dana White, president of the UFC. Okay. Like, because a lot of people want to be the fighter, the champion, and all this shit. It's like, fuck that shit. I want to be that guy's boss. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So that's why it's like I want to, I want to be Dana White. I want to meet this dude. I want to pick his brain. I want to yeah. be best friends with Dana White. Like, so Dana, if you're listening, hit me up. Let's go hang. You know. <laughs> Um, alive, like I said earlier at the dinner party, Kevin Smith. I just love his his movies. I love his outlook on life. I've I've, I've followed him for a long time, and uh, I just think that he is a genuine person, and I love that. And I, I would, think that'd be an awesome time. Yeah, I would love to sit down and just chat with him because he's a real talker too. Right. Like he really talks, and he's passionate about the <laughs> yeah, shit that he does. He's very passionate, you know. He's very passionate about comic books. He's very passionate about his movies, and uh, yeah, I yeah, I'd love to sit down and chat with him, or uh, or the guys from Rick and Morty. That'd be that'd be fun. <laughs> that'd be really fun. Uh, yeah, I think that would be awesome too. I would I would geek out over that. Well, fuck yeah! Big Did time. you see the Jesse had that made for me? The Rick and Morty uh, yeah, I saw painting. It. Yeah, yeah. He he said his brother or something did it. That's awesome. So that was a Christmas, or I'm sorry, a birthday present for me. But yeah, dude, I freaking love Rick and Morty. It's so well, <clears throat> so well written. It's uh, impressive, very impressive. I want to experience absolute level. <laughs> <laughs> okay, do you have a favorite joke? I'm looking at one right now. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, mm, yes, and no. <laughs> Okay, so my dad would always do this, like, if you ever, like, stubbed your toe or something, mm-hmm. or uh, accidentally hurt yourself, or hit your funny bone, he'd, he'd be like, hey, did that hurt? And you'd be like, yeah. He'd be like, well, then don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I do that, too. You do that all the time. Um, he'd be like, oh, my God, are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay, Dad. It just really hurt. because, okay, well, just don't do that. <laughs> Is that I, I do that to my wife, too. She goes, babe, it hurts when I do that, or do this, where I was like, well, then don't do that. <laughs> okay, like, mine was, uh, uh, and I, I told it to my wife recently, because I just snapped into my brain. I was like, uh, uh, do you know what Beethoven's favorite fruit is? No. Na, 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 na. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible, Ben. That's a dad joke. I've ever heard one. <laughs> was it a, what do you call a fat psychic? Uh, go ahead. A fortune teller. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm gonna slap you when this whole thing's over. <laughs> it's like I, I, uh, I told my wife. Uh, she drew her eyebrows too high. She seemed surprised. Oh wow. <laughs> okay, that's it. I'm yeah, out. Thank you. <laughs> Spare me. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, do you believe in ghosts or aliens? Ooh, um, you know, I've never had an experience with ghosts. I want to believe, as as Mulder would say. <laughs> um, but, no, I really do. I really want to have an experience. I don't know. I don't know. Aliens, though? Aliens, yes, I do, I do firmly believe they exist. I think our universe is infinitely massive. Um... Well, I don't think that. It's just a fact. Right. Um, I think that it's so big that the chances that there's not life outside of what we know mm-hmm. is a ridiculous concept. That there has to be. There that's what I'm saying. Be. That's what I'm saying. 
So I, even I'm, if it's not in our solar system, right? So one of the things that Scuba said was, you know, that mm. there's he believes in aliens, but more so transdimensional aliens, like beings from another dimension coming to this dimension that poke your beehole. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, why else would you want to go anywhere? Okay, that so that existed <laughs> that exists in a different dimension. Right. So they okay. just because you know it's it's just frequency that 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 separates this universe from from another universe. They just vibrate on different wavelengths. Okay. Basically. So like uh like that movie with uh, the Christopher Nolan movie uh, Interstellar. I don't think I saw that one. Oh, you can well, see be, that. Well, because at the time I didn't have cable, so I was. Remember, I was telling you about sacrifice and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I never got cable for myself because I was like, I'm just going to get the bare minimum that I need mm-hmm. in order to pay off all this bullshit, whatever. So, one of the things I sacrificed was cable. Gotcha. So, I'm still catching up on a lot of sh- a lot of stuff. Well, it's a very good movie. I will check it out. It's Matthew McConaughey and Michael Caine, and yeah, it's very trippy. It's a very good movie. The legend Michael Caine. And there's a great cameo in there. Yeah. And you'll know. You'll know exactly. Who it is. <laughs> all right, I'll check it Me- out. Damon. <laughs> and now it's ruined. <laughs> so you've never had any paranormal experiences or anything like that? No. I want one. I mean I think I th- I think I thought I had one when I was a kid, but I don't I don't <laughs> so remember. So it turned out it was just an uncle that was uh, yeah, just really inappropriate. Uncle, uncle Diddles <laughs> that shoved me in a closet. <laughs> okay, who's the most famous person you've met? Uh <laughs> Gallagher. Gallagher? <laughs> no, no, no. I was like, that's no, awesome. No, 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 no. I think the most famous person I ever met was um, Robert England. Oh, really? Yeah. And oh, he, I got to shake his hand with the glove on. Oh. So that was just damn. that, like, that. those few seconds I was just like, oh, my God. I, just, I was just like, this is so iconic just in this moment. Right. Like two no legends one... shaking hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish on my end, but um, no, it was just so surreal. I was just like, "This is so iconic. This is right. the most one of the most iconic things that I could I could be doing right, like shaking this just guy's hand." Just the coolest right? fucking yes. experience. And right before that, I had met Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell. Damn. So that was really cool. <laughs> Oh, so you've lived a good life then, huh? <laughs> <laughs> if you want to base it on meeting celebrities, dude, no, did I tell you about not. the time I almost pissed on Chuck Norris's shoes? No. Yeah, I was at the uh, mall in Houston. My dad sparred Chuck Norris for real in the seventies. Yeah, that's badass. He was a reporter. Go ahead. <laughs> so I was in my the... Chuck Norris beats your Chuck Norris story. <laughs> <laughs> so I was I was in the mall in Houston, and uh, um, you know where the urinals are. Sometimes there's the mirror that's right there. Uh huh. So I was at the first year and I was taking a piss and all of a sudden I saw somebody walk in with a cowboy hat and I just kind of glanced over like that and I was like, what the fuck? Oh and I God. saw it, it was Chuck North. Walker, so Texas I Green. turned around, but I was still peeing. I mean, so I went like that. He kind of like, oh shit. Oh, I'm so sorry, Mr. North. Sir. So he I'm saw just, your dick. I'm just a huge fan. Chuck Norris saw your dick. Part of it. <laughs> I hope. Oh my but, God. Uh, um, it was, it was, you know, one of those like, you know, um, you know, I, I totally, if I had pissed, I would have totally gotten down and cleaned his fucking shoes. Because you know I, mean? like, I had just watched Sidekicks, you know what I mean? Yes. Like, dude, that was like my shit back in the day. I was like, I want to learn nunchucks like that, dude. Like, oh, my God. I uh, love that movie when I was a kid. I still have my nunchucks around here somewhere. I, I have, have some, a pair of nunchucks. I have too. some octagon speed chucks, and then I have oh, some shit. that are uh, uh, really, really heavy. 
And those are the ones that I work out with because those heavy ones, once you get used to that, and then you get on the speed chucks, oh my god, dude, it's like totally different. Yeah. But uh, one, time, uh, <coughs> one time I clocked myself in my elbow with yeah. uh, with my nunchucks, wooden nunchucks. Oh, <sighs> dude, Jesse hit himself right on the fucking forehead. Mm. He was almost knocked himself out (laughs) for months dude like i would go sit in my car and i'd go to rest my elbow on the and i'd be like oh shit that's right that's right it takes a while it takes a while especially in some place where you're constantly hitting it yeah god it's bad (laughs) um but no i love that movie you know that the kid that was in that movie he committed suicide did he really yeah not long after that movie because he wasn't getting any hollywood roles that he wanted well that's one way to deal with it yeah yeah, I love that movie though. It's so '90s. It and, is totally fucking '90s. Um, that one part. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. The I love the the other teacher, the one that he goes yeah. to try to go to karate for. Yeah. But he's he hates Chuck Norris. Yeah. And he's like, the one main reason that Chuck Norris doesn't compete anymore is because I would kick his ass. <laughs> <laughs> No, I love that movie. Dude. It's so good. Um, like I said, some of, that was like my childhood back mm-hmm. then. I mean, it was... That and Three Rocky. Ninjas, right? Dude! Am I right? Am I right? <laughs> Rocky loves Emily. Why Why don't we fucking hang out more, motherfucker? <laughs> God damn. <laughs> dude, Colt was my favorite. Colt, dude, I think Tom Tom was mine for really? a long time. Just He wasn't that good, whatever, but it was just one of those, because he reminded me of my little brother. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because my little brother kind of looked similar to him when that, he was a that kid. That first you know? movie was really good. Dude, it was so badass. And then the, the, the uncle, other ones were like, bad. Kick right here. It's the same spot. Kick it. And he does it. And like, oh. Lights up the eyes. Yeah, lights up the eyes. Yeah. But, uh, nobody knows what we're talking about. Yeah, nobody gives. <laughs> they're like, this. when did this turn into freaking Nerdist? <laughs> But, it's uh, all right with me. <laughs> if I you don't could, care. I, I embrace my nerdy side. <laughs> fuck yeah! That's why I tell people is like, like if you don't, uh, if you can't handle me on my nerd side, you don't deserve me on mm-hmm. the GQ side. That's right. <laughs> now, if I could just get back to that GQ side, that would be. <laughs> but uh, okay, if you could be famous for anything, what would you like to be famous for? What I'm already doing, being a musician. But if I had, if I had to go down another path. Uh, sure, I'd love to act. That would be cool. Yeah? That would be really cool. Yeah. It seems like fun. See, and the fact that you wear glasses is even better, because then you could pull off your glasses dramatically and be like, what do you mean she's pregnant? <laughs> need to be on, like, uh, Law & Order or, or a, a CSI or something. It's, it's totally... Dude, I could, I could see you probably doing a, uh, a, a junkie number two. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Gee, thanks. <laughs> Right, not even a lead role. <laughs> you play body number four and just yeah. lying there. <laughs> I can see you uh, dressing up like a zombie. And <laughs> okay, walking. what what would your younger self not believe about your life today? The fact that I play music for a living, straight yeah. up. He'd be like, "What? Are you serious? I get to do that? <laughs> we get money for this? I get to be, I get to live like that." And yeah, and all the you hot know, chicks. Yeah, <laughs> um, you know what? Another one would be I would be uh, an illustrator. I would draw. Yeah, I'd love to draw. Yeah, I was really good when I was younger, but I I kind of swapped it out for music, mm-hmm. which is kind of weird. And martial arts. I started doing martial arts and music and. Uh, See, I, I was a, the drawing went by the wayside. I tried drawing. I was really good at copying other people's shit, mm-hmm. but as far as drawing for myself, I could never really yeah. like do like. 
if okay, because I was so influenced by like McFarland and in um, uh-huh. what's his name, the other dude that uh, Liefeld. Oh, Rob Liefeld. Yeah, that oh, I was so influenced by those guys. Really, Rob Liefeld. Yeah, that everyone every time I drew something, it had that style to it. You know, so I didn't. I wasn't original. You know, so that's one of the reasons why I like, okay, well, if I don't have an original thing to say, I'm just going to get away from that. Mm-hmm. So then I tried playing guitar. Didn't really like take anything seriously i just wanted to play rock and roll and they were trying to teach me classical music and i'm like yeah you gotta put, love what you're doing i didn't put two and two together where classical music bleeds into rock and mm-hmm. roll yeah so that kind of fucked that up so it's yeah. like okay music is music you know yeah to a but, certain degree but i just didn't i wasn't um smart enough i guess you could say um excuse me you just yeah i don't even think it comes from smarts i think it's passion I really do. I really think it's like you really have to have a love for it and you have to love what you're doing and then and then you'll just learn. Maybe you that's learn, what learn, it was. Learn, is learn. I was just thinking like I just want but, to do this just to impress girls basically was the whole reason behind it. So mm-hmm. I I guess I just didn't have the right reason for going into it, yeah. you know. So, you know, life punishes me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm it's surprising that you mentioned Rob Liefeld. Have you ever seen any of his um work that was critically panned and made fun of? Oh, because he can't draw feet? Because he can't draw feet. Did you ever see the Captain America one where he he drew this one Captain America and his chest is so ridiculously huge? Yeah, it was like... like it's just broad, massive. Yeah, you it's could... Just, you it's could, ugly. You could show a movie on that It day. is not human anatomy at all. Like, And that was funny, though, because I remember watching something, whatever, he was featured on, and he was saying, like, oh, yeah, in order to draw, you need to make sure that you have a... Um, a basic idea of what anatomy looks like and yeah. all this. Like, really? You're going to talk to me about that? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. No, it's just... it. He was he was just part of that core group because there was, like, Jim Lee. Jim Lee's amazing. And then um, McFarland's also amazing. He was just part of that group at that time that was just doing all the pouches in the yeah. 90s and massive muscles. Um, Dude, but, yeah, he never... McFarland really... was a definitive Spider-Man. Yes, I loved his Spider-Man so much, and I, you know, who I love doing Batman is Jim Lee. Yeah, I love Jim Lee's Batman so much. Um, like I remember telling people, like on the on the McFarland uh, Spider-Man, I was like, he always has a hidden spider somewhere. Uh huh. And people yeah. are like, "What? That's stupid! Like, why would he like just look on the cover? You find you have to look for it, but it's there." The way that <laughs> the, the way that McFarlane took Spider-Man's webs, yeah, and changed and, them, yeah. All that, and now you can't have it other without than, that. Yeah. He set the he set the bar for that. And yeah. uh, um, even when I, like I said, when I when I dream that I have the web shooters and all this shit, it's McFarland's fucking webs. <laughs> so I don't know. That that's weird. <laughs> yeah, love McFarland. Okay, we're getting to the end. Okay. Do you want to? Is there a happy ending at the end of this? Hopefully. Okay. For me, anyway. <laughs> I didn't come here for that. <laughs> I came here to get serviced. <laughs> okay, do you want to um, go for the big cash prize, or do you want to go for the thought experiment? I'm not sure I understand the question. It's like, Your Honor. Uh, do, do you want to go for the big cash prize, which I ask you a question. Oh, if you okay. get it right, you get the big cash prize. Okay. Or would you do the thought experiment to take a deep dive into your psyche? Why not both? Do I have to choose? You can do both if you want. Let's do both. I like and both. Okay. <laughs> You're like normally when I have better guests on. Normally people don't pay. Whoa, whoa. you want to be all selfish and shit. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. 
Pay attention. Okay. Which one are we doing first? We're going to do the uh, the question first. The cash <clears throat> prize. How much cash are we talking about? 50 cents. Oh, my God. <laughs> Great. That's all I can afford right now, dude. Okay, I don't okay. make shit off this podcast. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Iceland is in the North Atlantic. Its capital city is Reykjavik. Give or take 25 miles per hour. In the game of badminton, how fast does a whale hit shuttlecock fly over the net? What? (laughs) Once again, I don't understand that question. (laughs) Give or take 25 miles per hour. Okay. In the game of badminton, how fast does a whale hit shuttlecock fly over the net? You just said give or take 25 miles per hour, so 25 miles per hour. No. That's how fast. No. <laughs> so you have 25 miles per hour, oh, high or low. So you got that range. Okay. So how fast? I tell you, it's way faster than 25. I'll give you a hint. I don't. I don't have any. I don't even know the indigenous creatures to that area. <laughs> do you know badminton? I do know badminton. Yes. Okay, the little thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If you were to hit it, how fast do you think that thing goes? How fast can it go? Mm-hmm. Mm, are we talking okay. miles per hour? Oh, miles per hour. Um, let's say it could probably. Well, it's got the it's got the tail end of it. Mm-hmm. That's plastic, right? And so I would assume that slows it down. It does. So I would say at maximum maybe maybe fifty miles an hour. Nope. Okay. <laughs> you lose the big cash prize. Okay. Uh, the actual correct answer is two hundred miles per hour. It can go that fast, mm-hmm. really. Yeah. In, in an airplane, if you no, put it inside when, of an when, airplane, when and you, an airplane goes <laughs> when you when you hit it initially, it speeds up like that, and then it just slows oh, down. Oh, the air. Really okay, fast. okay. Initially, right. initially. Okay. <laughs> well, that's a. I think that's a very mis. What did, what did Iceland have to do with nothing? <laughs> Jesus, it's a distraction. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> I got All I right. got I got that from Craig Ferguson. <laughs> well. Give him my best. Okay. <laughs> okay, we're going to do the thought experiment. Okay. Okay, what's your favorite animal? And I'm going to write this down. You're going to write it down. Or okay. type it. You know what I mean. Um, I don't really think about this sort of thing. I mean, I love dogs. So you want to say dog? Maybe. Um, oh, you know what? Let's go with otter. Otter? Yeah. Emmett otter? I just, they're, I mean, this is a really gay thing to say, but they're so cute. <laughs> they're so, dude, they're they adorable. Are, they're they're like, cute as fuck, dude. if I could fuck, have dude. a freaking otter and, as like, train it and yeah. as a pet, and, like, he'd be, like, jumping around and, like, hanging out on my shoulder and okay. stuff. Okay, describe an otter in three words. <clears throat> uh, cute. Cute. Um, elongated. Elongated. <laughs> 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 and whiskery. Whiskery? Yes. Uh, oh, dude, I typed out whiskey, that's how... Much I love this Devil's River. <laughs> you better not be comparing this okay. to some psyche version of like. <laughs> oh, you're now gay. Just, just <laughs> now just I have wait. to come out of the closet <laughs> right? on your. <laughs> yeah, like you have to. <laughs> <laughs> like you make it so. <laughs> okay, what's your favorite article of clothing? Could be anything—a hoodie, pair of pants, pair of shorts, whatever. Like a specific one. Yeah, favorite like that I own. Yeah. Um, like a jacket or something. Um, I have this uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme shirt that I really love now. Yeah? Yeah, it's, it says high-waisted. 
and he's wearing high-waisted jeans <laughs> and he's like this holding his thumb out for real? And, it, and it's also it's also on the uh in the sh- in the shape of uh the um the sega game master mm-hmm. um sort of layout so it's like this mishmash of like jean-claude van damme and uh video game sega <laughs> that's cool okay well describe it in three words um badass um muscular muscular um and blue okay what's your favorite body of water this could be like a lake or a stream or a creek ocean <laughs> definitely not the gulf of mexico <laughs> well just because it's on fire crap. <laughs> yeah um I don't know, man. I haven't been to many bodies of water that I thought were extravagant. <laughs> um, I'll say. So what's the, what's the ocean that's in Cancun? Is that the Atlantic or the Pacific? I don't. Shit, why I don't do I not know. know? I don't know. I failed maps. Yeah, <laughs> I failed maps in high school. <laughs> Pretty sure that's a. <laughs> Geology. <laughs> geography. <laughs> geography. Oh. Yeah, no, I was joking when I said geography. I um, let's go with Lake Michigan. I don't know. Lake Michigan? I don't know. <laughs> it sounds great. Okay. Uh, describe Lake Michigan in three words. Oh, my God. Salty. It's probably not. <laughs> it's a lake. It's a lake. It's not salty. Um, serene. 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 Serene, beautiful, and calm. It's probably not. I don't know. <laughs> like there's I put calms. Usually about 80 murders there per capita every year. <laughs> really? I don't know. <laughs> Just making okay, sure. I want to paint a picture for you. Okay. You're standing in front of your window on a, on a Saturday morning. Okay. You open up the window, and there's a spring breeze that, flows, that blows over your face. Okay. What's the first three things that you feel? Mm, I'd probably notice the scent of outside. Okay. Um, I'd feel obviously the wind, and um, I would feel a fresh start because it's a brand new day. Okay. It's a beautiful day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number one, which is the favorite animal. Describes how you see yourself. Okay, so you see yourself as an otter. Cute, elongated, and whiskery. Ah. Uh, <laughs> I'm not that tall, and I don't think I'm cute. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? Because... <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, number two is... Reveals how you believe other people see you. Which you think people see you as your John claude Van Damme shirt. <laughs> Which would be badass, muscular, and blue. I'm not muscular. I'm working on it, but I'm not muscular. That's that's why I laughed when he said that. Because I know where this is going. Okay, so... um, It's just my favorite uh, article of clothing, Ben. Yeah. That's why I tell you, it's a deep dive into your psyche. Okay, number three is how you think about sex. Which one was that? Lake... uh, It's like your favorite body of water, which is Lake Michigan. 
<laughs> so you see it, you see sex as serene, beautiful, and calm. No. <laughs> <laughs> Can be beautiful. <laughs> but uh, calm? Calm, no. Not not serene either. <laughs> it was like, it was like a, a calm. It was like, shit, like, no wonder. <laughs> okay, and no then. No wonder the, they keep coming back. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was recently described like, as a boomerang dick. What? Because <laughs> <laughs> they just keep coming back. <laughs> that's a, Dude, that's the first time I've ever heard of. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. And I was, Boomerang I was very... Uh, that, that's going to be on your uh, on your uh, uh, description, is a boomerang dick. <laughs> All right. And then number four, which is a spring breeze, is how you view death. So you said that it's <laughs> the scent, the wind, and it's a fresh start. <laughs> well like you know that's that would be nice that'd be really nice you know i'm not i don't have uh any preconceived notions about what happens after you die but but um that would be sure nice fresh start i think you wake up in hoboken <laughs> hopefully uh you know <laughs> a boy can dream <laughs> was it a like in a dude where's my car yeah the way he's like i'm gonna use the power of the trans was it the Oh, uh, what was it called? Uh, it's been a long time since I've the seen it. The trend to soon, whatever. He's like, I'm to banish you to Hoboken, New Jersey. Okay. <laughs> That's anyway. where you got that from. Okay. Um, speaking of death, how would you like to be remembered when you're gone? Um, as Just as someone that was uh, a good person and as, uh, as someone that was respected uh, as a musician. That's all. That's it? Well, I think you pretty much like got both of those already. Hopefully, you can't win them all, you know. <laughs> and uh, I'm not—I don't do what I do to be liked by everyone. People are gonna not like you for multiple reasons, right? So you just gotta roll with it. Yeah, you're—you're you're not wrong. So if I was to, you know, let all the people who tell me I couldn't do things, you know, if I was to listen to all of them, like none of the things I'd have, I'd have. Yeah, you know so exactly. I think that's one of the things now is like I just like proving people wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, so. believe in yourself. <laughs> All right. Do you have any general advice or words of wisdom for the listeners? Um, general advice about what? Give me something specific. About about following your dreams. Following your dreams. Um, people are going to tell you that you can't do things in life. And um, it's important that you just uh, stay, this sounds so cliche, but stay true to yourself. <clears throat> and um, don't let anybody tell you what you can or can't do. As long as, you're, as long as you're not hurting anyone, do whatever makes you happy in life. I agree. And if anybody tells you no, then you kick them out the door. <laughs> kick them in the nards. Don't think twice about it. The Nard Dogs. Right, the Nard Dogs. <laughs> okay, do you have any socials where people can keep up with you? Just uh, my Facebook, um, and then I have Instagram, and then, of course, Seattle Risings, Facebook, and Falco and the Wolf. Falco and the Wolf. And the Wolf. Falco and the Wolf's Facebook and Instagram. Both have Facebook and Instagrams for both bands. Yeah. Jaman. <laughs> but 
thank you again for uh, showing up, dude. I, I really appreciate it. Of course, man. Thanks so, for having me. Thanks for asking me yeah, to do this. I'm, I'm glad that we you know, got to know you a little bit better. Yeah. And uh, hopefully we can hang out some more in the future. And uh, No, that's not going to happen. Well, fine then. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, we'll, 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 we will see you all next time. All right, brother. Later.